106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Your boy, Just James. Grandmaster B. In Hollywood. <laughs> Can I get a whole yeah? Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Apple Snatch. Damn you. He's going to be eating a lot of apples, I have a feeling, in the next coming months for every episode we do. Yeah. Hey, everything else they is going up. It. Might as well be apples, too. <laughs> Damn you. Damn you. Oh, my goodness. Business is booming. So what up, boys? How's everybody doing? Episode 44. Yes. Yes. Can't believe it, man. 40, is it 44, man? Climbing and crazy. climbing and Just climbing. So Double crazy, game, man. Yeah, nice. breaking down barriers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going all the way. For sure. Yeah. So, Judge James, how's it out there in New York, man? It's all good, man. I got one more day, and then I'm out coming to Michigan for like two days, and then Uh-oh. I'm heading to Indiana. Yeah, I can't wait to get the f*** out of here. Nice, man. Can't yeah. wait to get the fuck out of here. So you're getting the fuck out of there. Just got to take it easy. You're getting out of the Bronx, and you got to go quiet down for some time, you know? Can't wait yeah, to get to this tropical weather. Guy. Oh, yeah. is it? How's it out there, though? Is it crazy or what? Mm, cold. Cold today, wasn't it, Philly? Well, gas is higher than Snoop Dogg at the Super Bowl halftime show, Brass. For sure. <laughs> Speedway 422. What is it, like $6 out there? Uh, it's going to get there, probably. It's, what, mid-fours? Yeah. Four double deuce at Speedway 422. Oh, man. Yeah, nothing's good nuts. about what's going on right now with gas prices and all this other crazy shit going on, man. It's just, uh, how much did you have? Did you tell me the other day you put in your truck there, Philly? Uh, $74 and what didn't even fill it up. Oh, now, was my that from, God. Was that from empty? Um, it had like maybe just under a quarter tank, and I didn't even fill it all the way up. So you're talking about a little over half a tank. How about quarter of a tank? Threw in 30, and it just got me over half. Seriously? It's pathetic. Dude. How much? Quarter of a tank I was at, yeah. and I put 30 in, mm-hmm. and it just got me over half. Mm. Yeah, so you're looking at probably 115. I mean, easy. Yeah. Why do you put 140 in an SUV? Oh, my God. That's crazy, man. Aren't you glad you don't have a car there, Just James? Yeah, but I still got to deal with some other bullshit like weather and walking and Ubers and shit like that. But yeah, man, I, I am glad I don't have a car. Well, since it's, we're talking about gas real quick, let me go through this real quick. So obviously, as soon as the invasion of Ukraine started, the price of gas has reached a new uh, record, topping an all-time high that stood for 14 years. As of Tuesday morning, the average national price for a gallon of regular gasoline touched 417. This is up from 407 on Monday and $3.61 a week earlier. The pre- previous high was 411 on January or July 17, 2008. The cost for diesel is nearing the record of 484, also set in July of 2008. The price for a gallon of diesel is uh, $4.75, more than double what it was back in October of 2020. That's wild, man. Up 85 cents Crazy. in a month. Yeah. One of the main yeah, components, yeah, it's obviously, you know, they say the, <laughs> do you think it's all because of the war? I believe so. Yeah, definitely. $113 a barrel. Mm. 
gas has been going up though mm. since like we were kids, right? I mean, like, does it ever go back down? Well, yeah, it went back down when uh, Trump was in there. But I mean, does it ever go back down to the point like you know your mom's always, or people like my mom? She's always like, oh, ga- gas was a quarter. I, mean, I know it's not going to go back <laughs> no, down to that no. low, but does it go down? When I don't remember how much gas was when I first got a car, I was sixteen. I think it was like two dollars a gallon or something like that, right? Or it would be like two thirty. Yeah, will it go? Around there. Will it? Yeah, will it go that low again? Like you think? Man, nowadays I don't know. Not anytime soon. No, no. That I mean, with Trump, we got what a dollar something. Was it dollar eighty six at one point? Was it? It was cheap. Yeah, it, it got under two. Yeah, it was ridiculously yeah. low for I a mean, long time. I mean, back in the eighties, when uh, me and Master B was riding and driving, <laughs> you're talking you're talking eighty six cents a gallon, oh seventy nine cents a gallon. Yeah, I think when I got my car, it was like one one thirty three, something like that. Yeah. I could you could yeah. fill up on like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. You know oh, what I mean? It was amazing. Nuts, man. Gonna get into the uh, the icebreaker there, Philly. Let's get it. Not about those high gas prices, bros. No, it's not a good look at all. And uh, more news: Did you see McDonald's was? Um, they said they're gonna shut down all the McDonald's in Russia. They're still. Oh, gonna, I heard that. They're still gonna pay the um, the salaries of the employees, so they say. Also, uh, Netflix is pulling its service in Russia following the country's invasion too. Given the circumstances on the ground, we have decided to suspend our service in Russia, a spokesperson said. They're yeah. just going to piss them off even more? <clears throat> well, I, I was talking to a customer yesterday, and he, he said, um, you guys heard of the gold standard, right? And that's basically like when you're out of money, you back everything in gold. And that's mm-hmm. basically what it's coming to. So even if he stopped the funds, he's got gold to back him Gosh. up. Gosh. I only had one. It's okay. You got a napkin over here, damn <laughs> you got, Keep you talking. Got I got it. Spill some beer? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? You don't say. The boy's mind's a little pickle. The boy's mind's a little pickle. So, yeah, I mean, this trickle-down effect continues to happen, man. And I think we're going to see more and more and more. And uh, is it piss- Is it going to piss him off? Probably, eventually. Eventually, he's got to start affecting them, right? Yeah, that's pretty wild, though, to think that McDonald's, because I, I forgot what it say. They were taking a hit by doing that. Like, they would lose out on however many millions of dollars per per week or per month by paying these employees but not staying open out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's I mean, got to go both ways, right? Yeah, that's crazy for them to do that, though. I mean, respect, but that's wild. That's why you have your own. You ain't got to worry about them. Yeah, the company has uh, one under just under one million subscribers in Russia. So, co- compared to his two hundred twenty-two million across the globe. And guess I don't what? Know, how, how long are they going to keep paying those dudes though? But without without fucking staying open out there, like just just feeding their employees millions. Mm. Not sure. What do you think, James? I think the fives of the week should pull out of Russia as well. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. From what I understand, yep. Jerry Jones don't pull out. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> no, but you know what? Jerry's struggling. <laughs> it's not it's not everybody in Russia, man. You know, we can't we can't like look at Russia as a whole like they all buy into No, this no. They're they're, shit, they're pissed off know? at him. They're they're mad, but they can't go back or they will be killed. Exactly. Yeah, they're not. They're not like us, man. They, can't, they want peace. They, they don't have freedom of uh, of thought, or if they do, they just can't act on it. So they got to um, be careful what they say and everything. It's horrible. 
Yeah. yeah. I got a friend who's from Russia and his family's still out there. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. It sucks. So, you know, you got to be careful what you say or they go back and get your family. So you, it's like, that's how, that's what the position that they're in. Position. Yeah. Position. 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 Is he from France? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a scarf. I think it's a bon scarf. Bonjour. <laughs> I bought me a bag of damn apples, damn you. Stop it. <laughs> uh, GMB, what you got, Braz? Um, so I watched this uh, new Netflix release called The Tinder. Swindler. Tinder it's swindler. a little tongue tied. <laughs> it's about a group of <laughs> It's about a group of women who were the victim of a of a dating app swindler. This you guy's don't say so. Damn you. This fucking women victim shit. When does it end, god damn it? Oh, it's it's no, not just common, <laughs> is it? Just, uh, right? Simon, Simon Leviev or Leview or whatever the hell this guy's name was, uh, the victims joined together in an attempt to hunt him down and uh, recover the millions of dollars that were stolen from them. Uh, this Lviv uh, dude, the swindler cat, uh, led his victims to believe he was a wealthy heir uh, working in a dangerous diamond business in uh, Israel, that his parents owned this diamond company and all this other stuff. So he Schwan. had private jets. <laughs> he had, like, he stayed at the best hotels. He was traveling the world. According to the Times of Israel, uh, he may have swindled an estimated $10 million from these victims God. across this uh, across from the continents from 2017 to 2019. A bizarre documentary. You got to watch this. It's on What's Netflix. What's his name? Uh, his name is Simon. Well, this is not his real name, but his name uh, as he was getting busted right. was Simon Leviev. Leviev? Lviv? Lviv? Yes, you can Google Call it. Call your I know that name. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I, I heard about yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> a great, I mean, this was like one of those ones you started watching, like, holy shit, you know, like these chicks were just being whined and dying. What about the lady that sent them $12,000? Bro, so you know what I'm talking yeah, about, see, right? Yeah, I, no, the, yeah, the, I heard this That's too. one of them, yes. uh, Hollywood, but the other chicks went up to 250000 They were taking out loans. Mm. Because he's was in trouble, they're like oh, they're, they're coming after me. You know, they're they're trying to you know, you know, kill me and this and that. I need money and I'll pay you back. And oh, these yeah, girls fell in love it. with them. He, he wined and dined him for like a month straight and just babied the shit out of these girls. And I mean, these are all beautiful women too. And this guy was just he was he was a swindler. He was he was hustling these girls left and right. Um, Sounds like a fucking putz to me. He's an <laughs> he made sure that he 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 got with women that had money, and by Ooh, you know the putting it out swindler. there, and you know like show <laughs> high, like so he knew that he was going to get it back one way or another. It was just right. a matter of getting them in. They locked it. Oh, I feel so sorry for him, and they they believed in his bullshit. Right. They bought into it. Yes, Hollywood, big time. Big I'm time. thinking some of the things I'm going. Come on, you got to be better than that. It's it's yeah. almost like the opposite because usually it's the older women that'll pickle a young man's mind to get whatever she can out of him or whatever. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, you're right. It's I don't know. I, I seen it on Netflix, but it didn't. It's a Game of Thrones. Give Game it a, of Thrones now. Give it a Damn shot. Man. I'm just telling you guys, give it a shot. So uh, one of my other uh, icebreaker uh, sound drops, Net Netflix, all that stuff's great. So Las Vegas bears the notorious name Sin City, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, but it's not the only place in America that has skeletons in its uh, proverbial closet. According to Wallet Hub, they compared 37 key indicators of evil deeds. The data set ranges from violent crimes per capita, excessive drinking, crime, theft, adult entertainment establishments Ooh. Ooh. per capita, to name a few. The top Five, of course, we're going to stick with the fives. Mm. The top five sinful cities in America are number five, California. No, Detroit. Probably better if I just read these off. Uh, Denver came in at number five. Really? Denver came in at number five. Number four, Los Angeles, California. Miami. Yeah. Number three, Houston, Texas. Number two, this was weird. St. Louis, Missouri, and number one, of course, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Detroit ranked, ironically, number 21. And in last oh. place, yeah, 21. You believe that, Just James? And in last place, uh, the least sin city of all the cities they uh, polled, there's 182, was Port, Port St. Lucie, Florida, which is the retirement you know, community Ooh, down that in makes sense. Florida. So I found that to be rather interesting, man. Again, you got Denver, L.A., Houston, St. Louis. And, uh, you know, Nevada, kind of crazy. That damn Watson, that Houston, that damn Watson. Yeah, yeah. Deshaun Watson gets a lot of <laughs> yeah. evil deeds down there in Houston. <laughs> kind of crazy, man. So it's on the, it was a Hollywood shot, right? You got some news for us here, Hollywood. Yes, you? yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what here. I got a nice icebreaker for you right here. Do you have a nice week of apple picking balls? <laughs> <laughs> I got a story... Uh, it's uh, about a security guard in Kroger. His name was Chester. Mm, I, and, I think uh, I saw something about this. Oh, dude, amazing story. I watched it. Now, this guy works seven days a week. Mm. And he had to walk five miles to work and five miles back in the dark. And uh, he was homeless at a point and uh, continued to go to work. Finally got him an apartment and everything. So... After someone seen the story, I mean, this guy, smile on his face, man, always greeting people. Um, um, Reserve Mission decided they were going to give him a car. So they gave him a car in Neon, made sure it was all, you know, things up to and everything. And this guy was so thankful. His name's Chester Harris. And, I mean, it's it's an amazing story. He lives in Taylor, and he walked all the way to Lincoln Park every day and went home at night. Wow. Every day. That's good stuff. I like hearing stuff like yeah, that. It's like a good dude, story. For I sure, just want, I'd love to meet the guy, man. Mm. Just to be like, you know what? Hey, let me give you a little pinch, you know? Right, right. What you did, it, it didn't matter. The weather didn't matter. Snow, sleet, he walked in it. Mm. Why wouldn't somebody give him a ride? Pride, maybe? Yeah. He's like, you know, you got, I'll tell you right now, he's like, you got to be careful out there in the dark. You know, sometimes at night, and it's like, wow. He used. To, he said he used to live in a um, a bus stop, but he still went to work. Wow. He said, "I'm very, very thankful." You got emotional. It, it was great story. I had to tell it. I, I've been pay, putting it on Facebook, and uh, yeah, that's 63 years old, man. Walking. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. That's Ten awesome. miles a day, bro. That's figured out. Yeah. Seventy miles. You got young kids who won't even get out of their fucking parents' basement to go to work. No. no that was gonna know? be my next point too. And all these people that don't want to work at this guy's, you know. Struggling and roughing it, and right here has a great work ethic. That's yes. amazing, amazing. I'm glad that uh, you know people reached out and helped him out. Yes, That's awesome, absolutely. dude. This new generation does not like working. You could give these motherfuckers a job sleeping, and they'll wake up and quit. Yeah. Hmm. 
It's, it's sad. Very sad. I thought I'd get something out of it. That was a pretty good goddamn <laughs> joke. I'm going to entertain myself. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Thank Dab you, Justin James. I'm in New York. Dab that went over Dab like a fart in church. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Hollywood? That's all I got right there on the icebreaker. All right, good stuff. Just James. All right, before I talk about this fight, did you guys hear that uh, Jussie Smollett was sentenced to 150 days in jail, 30 months probation? That just came probation. across my phone, yeah. Who? Yeah, Jussie Smollett, the guy that uh, basically lied to, to the police and staged a hate crime in Chicago. The actor? Remember it happened a couple oh, years yeah, ago? Yeah, oh, okay. that dude, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. lying. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, yo. Yeah, go figure, right? He was lying. Uh, 150 days in jail. I mean, you think that's Good. a lot of money? That's not even a lot of mo- uh, days, man. 150 days for, for what his crime was. No. Dude, dude, every fucking s- station had that story, man. Yeah. Like, they were really blowing this shit up. Like, it was mm-hmm. nuts. Dude, they used, they tried to use like MAGA as the plight. It's like MAGA, you know, because they said the guy said this is MAGA country. It's like, dude, come on, man. Oh, like, it was such we a were already so story. polarized. Yeah, he like, should it be just two, added at least so two much years. fuel. Two years at least. I, that's, I mean, dude, anybody, I don't know. I, I, like, I don't want to see anybody go behind bars. That's not even really the main takeaway from this. But I just think it's crazy that it's like, a hundred, you know, 150 days in jail and then. 30 months felony probation like I don't know I mean that that was on every news station there were other actors crying on like Jimmy Kimmel talking about it like this is the America that Trump's made and it's like oh, yeah, sure. what the fuck yeah. you know I don't know man it's just it seems like that's a slap on the wrist in my opinion yeah good lawyers mm-hmm. maybe I don't yeah, know yeah yeah I mean I don't know dude. I don't want the guy to go to jail either though I guess I don't fucking know but I just feel like it's I feel like he should definitely get something. Maybe maybe more probation, less jail time, but like a while of probation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's he's getting five months and then the quick math thirty, it's a little over a little under three years of probation. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, maybe that's fair. I don't know. I'm not a judge. <clears throat> I'm but, sure um, there was the guidelines, you know. Yeah. You know, the criteria yeah. of it. You would yeah, think. I just heard, I just heard about that, yo. So anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about the Jorge Masvidal and, and Colby Covington fight. Did you watch it, Philly? I did. I watched it all. I actually watched the whole card. Um, there's some good fights on there. That go, one guy I thought he was gonna lose his eye, but um, what'd you think about it, man? Like, what, what, what's your, it was, what's your uh, thoughts on that? It was pretty boring, you know. Um. I know there was a couple knockdowns on both sides, but I think, you know, what they were talking about happened. Kobe just, he owned Jorge, you know, and yeah. I really expected him to bounce back after those two losses to Usman. But um, he just looks like he's getting up there in age and doesn't have the same fire. And I know he just signed a new contract, but he did not look right. And Covington I, uh, just owned him. And once he got him on the ground, it was a wrap. Yeah, I... Uh... <sighs> I was thinking, did you read, did you see any interviews leading up to the fight at all? Mm-hmm. I felt like Jorge's energy was a little off in, like, all the interviews. I don't know if you felt yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I'm, that. I'm reading too into it. Yeah, like, he, he didn't seem like he had the same. Same fire. Fi- I don't even want to say fire, though, because he, but, yeah, I guess, yeah. But also, he seemed like, it almost reminded me of when Conor was going at Khabib. 
Like he seemed more angry and more drained than, yeah. than energized to get in there. You think right. Kobe you know, like he, got in his head a little bit maybe and he was like digging like too deep to where it brought that anger out of him as opposed to like he didn't, wasn't in control of his own yeah. head. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's what I think. I think it was mentally exhausting, man. Because it, it, remember, it takes energy to hate also. For so sure. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be using hate as your fuel in the gym and feel like your body's going to match that energy and be in a positive light. And I feel like he was just mentally drained. On top of that, you got an asshole who's talking about your ex-wife and kids mm. and, and, you know, just leaning on you for five rounds. That's got to fucking suck, too, man. It's That's not like what happened to uh, yeah. Miguel Cotto when he fought Mayweather. You know, instead mm. of going to win the championship, he was he took that anger and was just trying to beat the shit out of him instead of worrying about winning the belt. You know, and they yeah, said that you, was his big, biggest problem because he did hammer him sometimes, but it was like, you know, and like you're saying, that, en that energy would be pulled by being angry like that in the ring. You got to put that in a positive Total different thing. Have you been in that position as a fighter where you absolutely despise somebody to where it maybe threw you off your game? Um, you know, yeah, no. You know what I mean? I, I look back and I, I, I think like, you know, you go in there and you got to be very, very careful. You know what I mean? Because when you get stung, it could throw you just right off the game. Game plan right there. Like, okay, I wasn't ready for this because my mind's thinking I want to just destroy him. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing some of the things, now your focus is gone. Yeah. Okay. Keep up what you're doing, what you're supposed to do. And um, I would say, yeah, one guy in particular, was his name was Travis. And I really wanted to beat the shit out of him so bad that, uh, you know, I, I pounded him. I thought I pounded him enough, but it took my fight game away. Did you want to snatch his wife's apple? No, I just, damn you. He wanted me. He wanted me to be with his stepsister. Damn you. Damn you. But yeah, dude, he sent he sent stuff to the gym, you know, through mail to my coach for me and everything. It was just, it was crazy. You know, he sent me a picture with him and Tom as Hitman Hearns and Cross and all of them. And I'm like, come on, dude. Really? Yeah, he's trying to poke the bear for sure. Yeah. So you know, it's like this stuff don't really, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, he was punch drunk, and. You know, by them putting this kid in there, and he figured, oh, I'm good. I'm going to beat him this and that, blah, blah. He kept going to these gyms and letting these guys beat up. And it showed because he was like a putz in the ring. When he got hit, he'd look at you like with a, a dumbfounded look on him. He's a putzel. Oh, He's just putzel. horrible. Horrible. Mm. The butts yeah. So I guess, just James, my question to you is where does Jorge go from here? Do you think he'll ever be a legitimate contender again? I think he can still draw money, obviously, you know, with the right person, but... Maybe he can bounce back, but three losses in a row—that's tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think uh, I think he I think he should fight uh, Connor. I think that would be the best mm. move for both of them. Honestly, I think that makes the most sense. Connor being out after two, also two losses plus an injury. Yeah. I think Jorge and him, he's in, he's in a decent he's a bigger size now. So that yeah. just came across my Instagram. Somebody uh, I think it was Chael Sonnen that actually said it. Um, and suggested like now's the time strike while the iron's hot. I think that would be a very wanted fight because you know there's not gonna be any crotch sniffing on that fucking fight like no what if he loses leaning on each other oh well he, someone's gonna lose yeah what if Connor beats him i mean not now it's four in a row he's done well but i mean but at the same time like wh who else i think uh who is it dos Anjos wanted to fight him too um and dos i think Anjos. that's a good fight mm -hmm. but that's not a money fight i think a money fight if he loses it doesn't matter you lose to connor you're still walking away pretty 
Yeah. Now you're talking business sense. You're right. There's a lot of great fighters, but they don't get the big matches at times because they just don't draw. And you want that label well, to be that loser, though? I know. No, but but, but also you got to think the type of fighter he is. He's a striker, so is Connor. There's not going to be a lot of hugging, man. It's going to be very entertaining. Yeah, you got to say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of kicks being thrown and punches. and. I'm, I'm game for that, for sure. I'm, I'm kind of pissed that I lost my parlay and my $50 bet on that guy. Because I really mm. thought he was going to come out like a dog. Because he's, he's a street fighter. He fought in uh, Kimbo Slice's ring down yeah. in Florida and stuff. Right. right? Love the guy's yeah. story and his grit and stuff. But, you know, then he lost a little bit. You know, what about, he's got to prove uh, himself now. What about Vasquez? Kane. What about Kane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brought that up last week. Um, you know, did what he had to do. And even Dana White came out and supported him on it. Did you see that? We all talk about it, right? If that happened, he actually did it. You know what I mean? So Is he going to take heat for that, too? Uh, Dana White's he's he's up there. I, I don't think he gives a shit, honestly. What about Ro- Rogan said the same thing? Yeah. And that girl goes, she goes, she she came around. She goes, he should have bashed his head in. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say though. Speaking of Rogan, did you see the? Uh, did you see the? Um, when Rogan was trying to say Umar Nurmagomedov's name, and he messed it up so bad. <laughs> that he was just rambling. Did you see that? No, I missed that part. Dude, I saw it live. They just replayed it. I'm going to play this clip. This shit is funny as hell. Listen to this. He's trying to say Umar Namargamedov, ladies and gentlemen. And he that's that's Khabib's <laughs> last name. So he knows the name. But yeah. this is how he sounds. <laughs> he just fucking trails off and rambles and then walks off. Oh my god, dude! I saw that live. I started dying and my boy didn't see it. I was like, dude, rewind that shit. He didn't even say his name. Sounds like us saying you're not paying on that. Yeah, no, no, Oh, oh man. man, good stuff though. All right, that does it for the icebreaker. You know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas, to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads, the list goes on. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a thousand five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24thStreetPizza.com. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. Holy shit, do we got a lot of sports to talk about today. Man, we just got into a little bit of it, but man. Um, what a week. Aaron Rodgers signs a new contract <clears throat> with the Green Bay Packers for four years for $200 million and $153 million guaranteed. Garbage. Ridiculous money, right, guys? Um, and well played by Aaron Rodgers because he ducked and dived for quite a while. Yeah. Kind of played him like a fiddle yep. and uh, turns around and just like, you know, it was probably, if it wasn't about the money, it's about the money, right? Yeah. What do you guys think about that? He did exactly what, what he didn't, he didn't like the team. It's he crazy. did exactly. Yeah. Now yeah. it's about you and your team's going to go nowhere because where's the money for um, Devontae Adams? 
Oh, we're not going to have enough. Well, he, they franchise, franchise tagged him. So they're going to be together at least for another year. Are they going to be able to pay him what he wants? He's, they got a year to figure it out. What about the other pieces that you need? Because you're, you're not going with that them. team. Yeah, yes. You'll start to lose them for sure. For one guy who's 38 years old. That's a lot of cheese, man. 200, 200 million, 153 Rogers guaranteed. Selfish. And I hope Ridiculous. the line is pounding his ass. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to deal with him in the next couple of years. I don't think he'll foresee that whole four years. Cause, I mean, he, I don't I don't know. He's just not a Brady to me. He's great. Don't get me wrong. It's unacceptable, that money. You know what I mean? But I don't see yeah. him wanting and, and wanting to play that deep into his career. He's about himself. Yeah. I want to be the highest paid. Just I want what me. I want to stop my feet. You could have went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But you're going to hold this team that, that they didn't respect you. They didn't do the things. They didn't go out and get the guys. But now you just handcuffed this team. Is it... Um, it's a lot of money, man. He's yes. done a lot for that team, though, at the same time. But you won one Super Bowl. Brady's won seven. That's true. See what I'm saying? Very true. You got so, just as many as Matt Stafford, by the way. Does Thank he really? You. They both have one. Well, that's right. true. What am I thinking? Of and course. he might be on the move. Did you hear that? Stafford may be on the move. I think they're going to sign him, though. They're that other teams are, are looking at... Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to... Yeah. I can tell your mind's pickling already. It's not pickled. I just I'm sitting here reading stuff, but you mentioned Stafford. I'm like, how could I not remember that? That just happened a month ago, right? He gets his freaking Super Bowl, but uh, that's a lot of loot. 153 yeah. million. His agent hit bank. You know that he hit bank. I mean, he's set for life. I don't. I'm just disappointed in Rogers myself. And yeah, I, I like Rogers. We, we all said he was going to walk, right? Yeah, I thought we we thought he was gone. We thought he was going to San Francisco. Maybe he let every, every everything to yeah. it. I mean, yeah. it shocked me. Yeah, very much so. Uh, in other news in the NFL, Atlanta Falcons receiver suspended uh, Calvin Ridley uh, for the 2022 season for gambling. Uh, league suspended Ridley for betting on five games in late November uh, in 2021 while not with the team because he took a leave of absence, right? Um, stepped away for the game uh, for mental health reasons. I don't know if those mental health reasons uh, equated to, fuck it, I'm going to the casino because that's ended up what he ended up doing. And, um, so, you know, there's Ridley. You know, he's out there like, fuck it, I'm betting on my team. He dog. said, I ain't got a gambler problem. Right? He is the, only the fifth player in NFL history dating back to 1963 to sit out an entire season for gambling in related situations like See, that. See, I thought he said that. he was out indefinitely. I, I heard indefinitely, but then That's I heard right the season. He's getting the season minimum. Okay. But it could be more. could be less. But I mean, how you do that with Pete Rose? Here's the thing, though. I mean, you let guys that, you know, have murdered people, DUIs, various things. I get it, the gambling thing. It's about integrity and um, all this other shit. But I don't know. I just, I feel like there's a, it's not a balanced scale when it comes to punishments in the NFL. Is it fair, though, Philly? I mean, if you think of the NFL takes millions in from sports books every <clears> year, <throat> right? I mean, there's uh, some casinos even have contracts with the league and sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what's your guys' thoughts on players gambling? I mean, Charles Barkley, Pete Rose, we all know Charles Barkley. I have Barkley. no problem with the player gambling. I, he's no different than us, but many players when you're gambling, gambling on your team and betting on your team, I think that's where the problem comes in. Yeah. Yeah, is is it you go to the game to watch us play? Do we got the fix in? Right, and we're cheating you. Right, that's where I think there were the problem lies. They're trying to uphold the integrity of the game. You yes, know, that's why the, uh, that NBA official got in, he got fired and let go and was banned. 
you know, I think it's a slippery slope. Um, you can't be with your team. Absolutely not for your team. Yeah. Um, on other things or other sports, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I wouldn't have any problem with gambling. You, I mean, you know these dudes are playing fantasy football, right? Oh, yeah. They're all they yeah. admitted openly. I mean, Barkley's a huge gambler. I mean, again, you know, Pete Rose, what he did, and not going to ever make it into the Hall of Fame. And I think that's just sad. But I think the statement that Calvin Ridley put out there mm-hmm. was kind of stupid. I mean, he didn't have very good PR for mm-hmm. that. You know, I can't exactly remember what he said, but it didn't really weigh very good for him to look like he was kind of yeah. remorseful. He basically said it was only $1,500, but LOL, still, dude, yeah, you know, you're not really taking it seriously. Social yeah. media. So, um, you know, let's face it, gambling's a big deal. We got teams in Las Vegas now that's not going to stop. I mean, mm-hmm. people, right, these guys right. are making, we just talked about Aaron Rodgers making $200 million. I mean, he ain't going over to the Seven Eleven picking up five dollars scratch off tickets, Brad. So he's probably <laughs> he's probably throwing some loot down there, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, in other news, Deion Sanders uh, uh, just revealed this week last fall he had to have two toes amputated. James, I know that's probably very hurtful to you. Mm-hmm. Um, could not he, he? Yeah, he could have lost a leg actually due to a blood clot. Deion Sanders, uh, other otherwise known as Prime Time. That would be Hollywood's old nickname. Uh, Sanders lost his big toe and a second toe on his left foot. Sanders developed a uh, what they call a femoral uh, arterial blood clot and experienced a, uh, some type of syndrome which required doctors to have to cut his toes off to drain fluid. Hmm. According to the Cleveland Clinic where he had this procedure done, um, it occurs when pressure rises in and around the muscles, and it can limit the flow of blood, oxygen, and nutrients to your muscles and nerves that causes serious damage and possible death. So this poor guy, you know, wow. an elite athlete, you know, and we all didn't know about this. This was just one of those things, Hollywood, that happened, un- unfortunately, during the time that uh, Dion was, you know, sidelined. He was actually on the sidelines during the fall watching his team play, coaches the team, mm-hmm. and uh no one really knew until he just came out in the open here this past week and said, hey, man, I had two two digits taken off my feet. Wasn't oh. a bad corn? Man, I don't know it was a bad corn, man. Bad corn to bunion. Bad corn to That sucks, So the, the toes got, like, they were they were messed up, like they couldn't salvage the toes, or they just had to cut them off to drain something. Which yeah, something with they were too far beyond repair because the muscle was damaged, the tissue was damaged. A lot it's of kind feet of nasty. Like, mm. I mean, yeah. they're they're bad. You know. Let so. me let me ask you guys a serious question though. If you were him, would you try to sell those toes? What? <laughs> I, I you're the biggest bitter dude. Dad, dude, dad, you're dude. Dion it's probably San- a dude. big market for it for you. You're Deion <laughs> Sanders, bro. Toes. How many how many times did those toes cross that fucking finish line, bro? That fucking hey, touchdown they, good line. Good point. It could, they right. could be worth Here's my question. Yeah. Do they go into the Hall of Fame? They do they go into the Hall of Fame? They get, they get their own bust over in Canada. That's pretty sad. <laughs> Damn you. Oh, Damn man. you. That's all I had for sports. On to the next man. Next man up. Um, go ahead, Hollywood. What do you got? Well, I got, uh, uh, I'm hearing some rumors around the ESPN with uh, Gronk possibly going to Buffalo or Cincinnati. What? Gronk? You think he's going to um, play, Braz? He, uh Saying that he's probably going to go to the AFC. He ain't going without his boy. Um. I mean, that's if he don't land in San Francisco, but... Come on, don't bullshit me. And I'll tell you what, uh, this uh, Jordan Davis from the Bulldogs, 
Looks good. This 40-yard dash at 4. Point, what's it? 4.37. It was crazy. Something for a defensive a tackle. A big was man absurd. to move that much and I, you know, looking at, you know, some of the things on the Detroit Lions thing where they want to go after this Kyle Hamilton kid from Notre Dame. No. Notre Dame. Not at all. The fighting Irish. Would you even pass this kid up? I think he's he's better than um uh, what's his name? Uh, Hutchinson. I think he's better than the other one from Oregon. This is a once-in-a-lifetime generational player that if you've ever watched him go get the quarterback from sideline to sideline, he is fast. And I just can't see you, you letting him go. And if you even think about taking a quarterback at number two, that's you're shooting yourself in the foot. But I got faith in him. I don't think they will. I think this may be the guy that uh, Detroit goes with. He's His combine's unbelievable. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that pick, even at two. No, no, absolutely I, not. He's a stud. And I think if you could, like, you look at Chris Jones from Kansas City, when he's in there, you get a stud, game, Darren Donald, game record. That's your guy, guy right in the there. Middle, the Donald from st- the Rams. Stop the run. I think, I mean, you're in good shape. That's Real your dude shape. right there, but bigger. Oh, yeah, sure. For sure. And you already let Donald go years back when you could have had him. Yeah, you didn't draft him. Mm-hmm. Stop reminding us, damn it. We need to so. get another Ray Lewis. I got a little Ray Lewis. You guys ready for some pump up? Oh. Can't let them hide from me tonight. They got to see me. When that whistle blew, we on this hell today. When that whistle blew, we on this hell. Everybody watching tonight. So I tell you what, if you get fire energy tonight, you're in the wrong business. We control us. We run this. And anybody coming in our house, they get dealt with. Respect is earned. Respect is never given. It's better to be respected than like. The hell with being like. So the day when we step on this football field, let's not be like today. We're in this territory, so let's act like it. all we got is each other. No matter the outcome, we got each other. Because we play for each other. Tonight is about each other. So y'all repeat after me. One mind. One mind. One family. One, one spirit. Man. One spirit. One spirit. And together, we do all things. 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 I love Ray Lewis, oh, man. Yeah. Damn. You got to get that a, piece of LT. Leader. We need a leader on this team, man. You got to get that piece Gets with LG. I'm telling you, man, you think about LT, you think about that dude. Oh. You think about a defense, that's where it starts, dude. I'm telling you, I'm this telling guy you, right man. here would LT. be instant starter, instant impact now. You know, you know who that could have been? R. Ray Lewis? Who was your boy telling you the Lions were going to draft all, all last Parsons. season? Yeah. yeah. There you go. I mean, can you imagine that guy in the middle of our defense? Right now. And then you get a top two pick. Oh, man. That's Crazy. also man. for the for the listeners out there that don't see what goes on before we start. That's how our, that's how we get fired up, just like that. <laughs> Tell sure. man. We what do. about Wentz going to, to Washington? Yeah. He's your new quarterback. That's, that's another big yeah. move right there in the NFL. Who's Wilson, going to Indy? Wilson. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to talk about. What, what did you guys – we'll come back to Wentz. Russell Wilson, okay, goes to Denver. Denver uh, Broncos receive Wilson in a fourth-rounder. Seahawks get Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. Seahawks make out. I would have never I would have never took uh, Russell Wilson in Denver. I agree with you, Hollywood. No. No. I think they made out, man. Uh, I mean, can you, you, you see him getting away with that over in Denver? Russell Wilson's going to have the best year of his career. I don't think hey, so. Hey, we're going to rewind the tape on this one, but I, I, I just don't see him doing that in Denver. Mm-hmm. 
against I mean, them teams over. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They were what? I think they won seven games this year. They were kind of on the cusp. They got a good young football team over there. But they now, gave now up you a add, lot. Add a quarterback. But guys want to win now. If you're close, you got to go for it. Well, people this were talking about the Rodgers going trying there, to get. right, Philly? I mean, they were talking about Rodgers going over to Denver. They're not going to win. Well, Elway was pickled for quarterback. He's been for years. He's been he trying to find his guy. He can't get it. Only way he got it right was when he had a Peyton Manning. The Tebow, time he got right. Paxton Lynch. I mean, all these guys. Drew Locke. I mean, he just now he's got Russell Wilson. Best one since Peyton Manning. But now you just made uh, Seahawks a power now. It's, 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 they're going to take time. They just let Wagner go. How many games Wilson. Wilson. Win? They make playoffs? They just missed, like I said, one by one Will game. Will they make the playoffs? Yes. Next year. I disagree. Okay. Ooh. We're going to have to put a wager on it. Yeah. Damn you. Hollywood taking it to the streets. So, so Seattle wins this trade, you believe? Yeah, I, I think I it's the better end of the deal. I, I agree so. with you long term. I think short term, obviously, I think Denver right. wins because I think they're going to be in a, in a playoff position next year. Why didn't they go to Indiana? Why didn't they go to Indianapolis? Well, I, I heard I think it was that either a better fit. Yeah, he turned down the Commanders and the Eagles. Those are the two teams he turned down. Yeah, who, even who the knows? Eagles. Eh, I don't know. I don't I, think he would have did well with Philly. I don't. I think really so don't either. think he would have done well there. I don't think there's policy. They like to run. You know what I mean? Yeah. As Denver is, I really don't. But to Philly's point, Elway has just been chipping away to get that quarterback, and this is it. This is like game it's do or die. It's do or die. And that goes to the point what L.A. did with Stafford. I mean, they're all in, right? This is a win. It ain't about what you're building mm-hmm. on. It's about winning today. you got to play Kansas City. you got to play Buffalo. Tough you got to play. Tough you, division. Yeah, you're going to get nailed. Well, they had to do something. That's why they're at yeah. that cusp, you know. You're oh, playing yeah. Mahomes. You're playing uh, Herbert. You're playing um, who else is in that division? Dave, Derek Carr. Yeah. Or David. Is it? Da- I David like Carr. him. I get him Carr. confused too, Philly. Derek Carr, I'm sorry. Yeah. I like Derek Carr. Yeah. I like him. He's very underrated, I think. Yes. And he's a he's a great quarterback. Yeah, that's going to be a tough division right there, without a doubt. So but, yeah, uh, that's why I think uh, they were their backs were against the wall and they had to do something. Oh yeah, absolutely, I agree. But Seattle's going to make out. I mean, Long I term. love Russell Wilson. I agree. Yeah, he's a he's definitely a gladiator man. Russell Wilson puts it all on the line. He's a tough cookie man. Yes, absolutely. Plays with a lot of heart. He'll do very well over there. Yeah, so uh, Carson Wentz goes to the Commanders. I think they kind of reach for him. I, I feel bad for Wentz. I feel like he's getting passed around. I like think that fits for him well. But, um, Do you agree? I think that's I home for him. it works out because I think they got a really good defense. they got weapons on offense. I think this might be the best fit, like you're saying, for in him. his career. Yes, yes, I think yes. If he's going to succeed, it's got to be with the Commanders. Otherwise, it's not going to work, I don't yes, think. Yeah. yeah. I you agree. Because it was similar in, in Indy, but um, they didn't have the receivers or a great, great defense. They had a good defense, not like what Washington has. I think mm-hmm. they're a QB away from being something really good. I yeah, I like what, yeah. I agree <clears throat> with that. Cool. Um, so, baseball is back, boys. Yes, baseball is back. Baseball papi. So, the, the holdups were basically the expansion of the postseason, the 12 teams. Got that done. Uh, doubleheaders will be nine innings. Instead of the seven, so oh, they agree okay. on that. Uh, the National League adopts the designated hitter rule finally, and they have forty-five days to work that out. So I think that's cool. It's something that's long overdue. Mm-hmm. Uh, limiting the number of times a player can be optioned to the minor leagues in one season, and uh, opening days was scheduled for the seventh, but I believe it's going to get pushed back another week. So are you guys happy to have baseball back? I, I am. I'm a baseball fan, but I think baseball, MLB has kind of hurt itself over the years just with all this. You know, this isn't the first time this has happened with them. And I think it took them a while to build fan base back yes. up from the last time this occurred. And I think that hurts the, their sport. Um, I get it. They're negotiating with owners and money. And just like the NFL, you know, there's a lot of 
big contracts with the big networks, and these players want a cut of that. But to your point, Philly, and you've said this before in different podcasts, it's a business. Mm -hmm. So they see it on different levels constantly. This is never going to change because once you hit the pro level of any sport, don't matter if it's hockey, basketball, football, baseball, these guys are looking at this as strictly, hey, we know how much money's coming in, and we got to make some of this. You know, guys are making great money, but I think baseball. Um, I mean, they hit a, a huge, you know, level of, uh, you know, participation with audiences and stuff like that. But baseball summer, man. I when mean, is opening day? What's, what I day? think it was the eighth for Detroit. I think they're uh, supposed May, to play right? down at Copa on on the eighth of April. It's supposed to be April seventh or eighth, like B was saying. Opening day. They pushed it back. It was. Now I believe it's April fourteenth. Which is well, fine. It's probably not going to snow that day. But right? here's the it's thing: too early to fucking play we're, baseball. We're still eighth. behind. Yeah, we're, we're behind a month. Well, no spring training. Yeah. Think about the, uh, the the everything's condensed. Free agency starts tonight. In injuries, wow! So like injuries, they're, they're getting it going right now. Yeah, it's crazy. You're, You're not going to have them games in with the pitchers and catchers. So in the beginning, that first thirty games, anything can happen. Yeah, is this player that this marquee player now he's injured? He's out for the rest of the year because he didn't get that time to yeah. get that body in it. You know what I mean? Everything's going to be rushed. So they soured. They need to give back to the fans. What What did Miguel Cabrera say of uh, Philly? Did he say something that he just wanted to do one thing? I just want to eat. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. <laughs> I like to eat. I mean, uh, they'll forgive. I, I mean, I believe true fans. Yeah, yeah. They'll forgive, but there'll come a price with it. It's a stain, for sure. But I'm yeah. happy to have baseball. I mean, I love baseball in the summertime. I like having a game on while you're doing oh, it. Yeah, yeah, listening yeah. to yeah. it. I mean, it's relaxing. It's just, I like going out of the ballpark. I haven't been in a couple of years because all the bullshit that's going on. But I think it's a good thing overall. Be for sure. This year. And uh, in other news, a 25-year-old woman is suing Jerry Jones. Oh, man, I heard that, about this, dude. Alleged that he paid her mother in 1996 to conceal that he was the girl's biological father. A secret that the lawsuit says she kept due to confidentiality agreement. Wow. <laughs> Can I get a oh yeah? So how's his daughter? Oh yeah. <laughs> what does wife say? How's his daughter? Well, uh, about the same age and uh, you know what times. <laughs> At times things just feel right and you feel you see you feel like a uh a bull down there in the great state of Texas. You gotta oh, dig. Shit. You gotta <laughs> dig your hooves in, and sometimes you gotta let that son bitch fly. You know, like Troy says, sometimes he don't like to pull out, and neither do I. Thank you for that. <laughs> now, uh, there, Jerry. That being said, I mean, did did Troy know about this? Troy liked a son to me, but uh, I, I couldn't condone this to him, and uh, you know, I kept this dirty secret. You know, and it just happened one night when I hopped out the shower. <laughs> And, uh, you know, my balls were dripping in there. Woo! <laughs> Jerry! I just, I just had to do what I could do. How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jerry's in some hot water, man. Yeah, so. he's definitely. Yeah, it seems like there's been, what, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader uh, incident that happened with Jerry's best friend. He was... Uh, Videotaping them with his uh, with his cell phone, or they're undressing in a dressing room at a private dude, event. There's a lot this. of wild shit going on. In Dallas, I'll tell you, a lot man. of shit's going down in Texas. Dude. Did you ever see <laughs> Al Davis, one of his sons? Do you see the son that owns that team? That Vegas uh, all team? I want to know is how yeah, you he's have got that, that much money. Haircut, dude. Look like he, he looks like fucking money. Money. He he have have that bad fucking hair, man. 
You, I mean, you're an owner of a football team. How do you have that bad hair? That's Come on, fucked up. You know, like you were busting Trump about his hair. This dude, dude he's looks pathetic. like Shep. Like Mo from the Three Stooges. <laughs> that's terrible. That's a terrible haircut. You know, that's that's terrible. <laughs> Just absolutely terrible. He's pathetic, man. Uh, James, one other thing in the UFC after his win, Bryce Mitchell said he'll donate half his purse, which was 45000 to help children in Arkansas with medical conditions. So Very shout cool. out to him. Wow, that was Very fun. nice. Commendable. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you see that uh, Dana White paid it though? He did, yeah. That was my next point. He's taking care of it, so that's, I think that's yeah. awesome. That's like super lit. Yeah, awesome. Ended on a positive note, boys. Very so good. It is now time for the Who Said It. Real friends. How many of us? How many of us? How many jealous? Real friends, there's not many of us. We smile at each other, but how many honest trust issues? Switch up the number. I can't be bothered. I cannot blame you for having an angle. I ain't got no issues. I'm just doing all right for the who said it. Since we're sticking with uh, well, since we have a certain theme this episode, I figured I would go with this person. I don't know if you guys are gonna get this, but are you guys ready? Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna start off by just giving you a hint. He's an author, all right. Here we go. If you want to keep a secret, you must also hide it from yourself. He's an author, you said. Yep. Steven Spielberg. He's a... No. Spielberg. He's a very famous author um, for a really popular book that has to do with what's going on in our times now. Ooh. Uh, Dick Fitzwell. Mm, author. Oh. I'm trying to think of it. This is where I'm not going to be good Oasis? at. Oasis? Oasis? The guy that picks the, the, what, the shit that's going on in the world? Mm. Oasis? Oasis? He predicts all these things? Oh, oh uh, no, that's uh, that's oh. that's Nosferatu. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, no, Nostradamus, my bad. Yeah. That's no, I said Nosferatu. That's fucking Come on. vampire. No. Um, nope. All right, we're coming up on a minute. Kind of book so, so it's basically the the book that he's known for writing was a book that's kind of based on what was happening uh, in our time right now about about politics. Shakespeare. No, William Shakespeare. It's no. that big dude no. with the glasses that always gets his ass in trouble. William Faulkner. No, he he always he, he puts stuff out there about the Trump, all this stuff like this. What's going to happen? No, 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 no. This you is know what I'm talking about. There. Okay. Um, all right, so I'll, I might have to get... Where, where are we at on time? We got about 30 seconds. 30 seconds, Just James. If you want to keep a secret, you must also hide it from yourself. Super popular book. Mark Twain? Nope. I'm going to give you guys the book. 1984 was the book. Got 20 seconds. Um, oh, man, that's not going to give us enough time to um, Google. Four, three, Well, I mean, you could Google 1984. Yeah, but we just ran out of time. Shit. George Orwell. Hmm. Never heard of him. Never would have got that, bro. Yeah. That's a good one. Stumped the staff. We stumped it. Woo. You freaking stumped him. Sorry, I wish I was better at that. No, it's all good. I don't know these fucking coaches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you say Oral Hershiser? Oral? Fucking Is Jerry? he a pitcher for the Dodgers? <laughs> all right, so I'm going to rock out with mine. Here we go. You want to do it now? <laughs> Let's do it now. <laughs> 
You got the timer ready, Yes, guys? I do. I do have the timer, An official guys. timer, not in your yes. head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know me all too well, my friend. All right. Okay, here we go. For official timer is on now. The biggest mistake we make in our life is thinking we have time. Hint. Blackmail. Morgan Freeman. Wrong. Samuel Jackson. Wrong. Denzel. Another hint. Actor, Wrong. athlete, coach. Sports figure. Tony Gunn. Coach. Dead or, dead or alive. Not a coach. Dead or alive there, Philly. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. I was going to, there you go. Kobe Bryant. I'm getting terrible at this, man. It's Kobe. It's Kobe. Damn, man. James, I can't get shit past you, bro. Dude, the guy's just too... He's a brilliant... He said I Googled He's it. a brilliant man. Fuck me, man. Sweet mother of God. <laughs> just keep on rocking them out, Just James. Go work, son. I have to fucking do something. I ain't talked for two hours yet. <laughs> He's over there sitting with a thumb up his ass during his sports talk. <laughs> I'm fucking bouncing on it over here. Right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy on that zucchini over there. Take it easy on the wash. Take it easy. <laughs> Damn, James, you were on top of that. I just was following your suit, man. Oh, I'm on top of it. You are on top of it. Oh. Are, All you, right. are you in it? <laughs> are you right. in it? <laughs> All right, so who's up here, Phil? You're up, B. All right, so uh, most times for every part I play... I can think of other actors who would be better. I worry from the moment I take the job. So obviously it's an actor. Al Pacino. No. Johnny Depp. No. Most times for every part I play. Tom Hanks. I can think, no, not Tom Hanks. Most times for every part I play, I can think of other actors who would be better. I worry from the moment I take the job. George Clooney. No, not George Clooney. Uh, what kind of genre films does he do? Oh, this particular actor goes back into probably the early 70s. He has made some of the most iconic films around. Humphrey Bogart. No, sir. Uh, Jack Nicholson. James? I'm going to come over there, and I Did am going to smack you. Man. Are you serious? Jack Nicholson? It is Jack Holy Nicholson. Holy shit. Wow, what James, the fuck? James, and Philly was just about ready to say something, and, they, and then you said it, and then... Damn you. Were you going to so. say Jack Nicholson, Philly, or no? I, I was. Wow. Two for two, huh? <laughs> two for two. James, good for you, man. Good job, man. <laughs> the Great. golden bear. Wow, yeah. the golden one, the chosen one. The chosen good, one, the good chosen job, few. Dude. Two for two. Just James' head's extra shiny right now. <laughs> <laughs> Over there looking like a penis with ears. <laughs> but I'd be the best penis you've ever seen. Oh. They'd call you Topper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Apple Fritter, what you got over there? Here we go. W, w. Oh. Apple Fritter. Here we go. Who said it? <laughs> Love oh, can make you do things you never thought was possible. 
Rick James. Bitch. Hit it, Philly. Let's hear it, man. Rick James, bitch. Nope. All right. Uh, what's another type of hint? person? What was that? I need a hint. White. Oh, that really narrows it down. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Rock band. Home Alone? Rock band. Rock, what era? Paul McCartney. Um... Ooh. Still plays today. Jean Lennon. Um, oh, don't play today. A solo artist. Is he a solo artist or with a band? Band. Springsteen. Bru- um, Bruce John Springsteen. Bon Jovi. Oh, shit. Nope. Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Nope. No. You say Smith? Smith. Mm. Uh, Mick Jagger. Nope. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. No. Bruce. No, not Bruce. Do you know, where, do you know where he's from? Oh, there you go, Philly. That's a great one. Where's um, I believe it's European. Oh. What? Europe. Is it Aussie? Mm-mm. Um, Europe. Europe. What's the, what's what's uh what's the guitar the guitar player um, Keith Richards? Fifty seconds. No. But he is he a lead singer in this band? Yes. Oh. Um. Is it the guy from uh, Def Leppard? Nope. No. Skinner. No, they're not European though, bro. No. Uh, ain't from English. Something like the European state. Bono? Well, no. Hollywood's going to come out and say, he's from Idaho. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got 45 <laughs> seconds, man. Let's see. Um, come on, man. Give us my next one I can give you? Have they released Ozzie? any new music David lately? Bowie? No. No, that's a good, that's a great, that's a very good pick. Very good. Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart. Yeah, that's a great no, one. Very no. good, very good. Damn hey, it. Rod Stewart. You're beating around the bush. Been around the tush. Very, very <laughs> popular in the 80s. Fuck, man. Eric Clapton? Nope. Dude. Even the 90s. Those, those, are, those the 90s. are really good. We've got 10 seconds, boys. So Freddy, I mean, Freddy Hollywood Mercury? cannot stump us no. more than freaking... This is going to be a second wow. week in a row. You're not going to believe you. Four, oh, my God. It can't be Sting, can it? Two. No. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I'm Time's out of guesses. this one. Give me just one more night. Oh, ah, Phil, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. I just, Do you wow. know? I just read something on Phil Collins. He can't even play the drums anymore. He was sitting. Oh, did yeah. you see him sitting yes. during the whole concert? So yes. sad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I mean, gosh, what a so, bummer. So, so yeah. I mean, what a bummer, man. <laughs> Phil Collins Phil. just Phil sitting. Co- there. Yes. I mean, could you imagine seeing Phil Collins and you go to the concert? I was gonna say bald. I go. You guys would have got it. Mm. I mean, I was just a little so one. bummed. Every time I hear this song, I think of Mike Tyson and The Hangover. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hold on, it's my favorite part. (laughs) That's sad that a a man like that, he was with Genesis, Mm. right? And and they see this on, I think it was TMZ. They showed Phil sitting at a concert, and he couldn't even perform. He looks old, He just had to sit there. He looks old. What is he, like 70-some years old? 71. Unbelievable. 71 years old. What a bummer, man. Totally bummer. That is crazy. Way to stump the staff there, Hollywood. That was, uh... Damn. I feel it in the air tonight, the electricity. Iconic song. Oh, dude, fast. Yeah. I know where you've been, my friend. It's all been the pack of lies, my friend. We gotta get that. That's sweet. That goosebumps, dude. Say Hey everyone, just want to take a quick pause in the action and tell you about TGI Graphics. 
It's a family-owned business since 2007, servicing the Metro Detroit area. They specialize in sports and graduation banners and also yard signs. We've helped schools, youth sports leagues, and booster clubs fulfill senior wishes and memorable projects. Please reach out to Fives of the Week podcast at gmail.com to learn more. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, boys, so here we are, episode 44. We are doing books this week. So, Just James, since it was your turn to pick the fives, my man, go ahead and start it off, bro. All right. For my first favorite book, my actually, it's my favorite book of all time. I'm going to go with uh, Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. What's good about read it? it? Everything. Talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, man, I hated reading novels. Uh, I think I, I, well, I enjoyed reading novels when I was a kid, but then I fell out of wanting to read in high school. I, like, hated it. Um, I just liked watching movies and TV shows, and then for some reason when I read this book, it just sparked the bug back up in me and uh, made me want to start reading everything, all types of novels again. So it was just like this character, Holden Caulfield, you're following this kid. He's having a mental breakdown, and it was so relatable. And uh, it was just, yeah, it was just relatable. Like it felt like I knew this kid. Hmm. I've never read anything like it since. Hmm. Awesome. Sounds good. I dig it. Hollywood. What you got, Buck? I got um, Raisin in the Sun. Damn you. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's good one. That's a good one. Though. Very yeah. good. Back in uh, 1959. Um, about a black, black family, um, lower class, uh, moving to the south side of Chicago, trying to be accepted by the middle class. Um, their acceptance um, was 151 pages. I remember reading that. I mm-hmm. think most kids that went to school, um, I believe it was around the 7th or 8th grade, I believe it was. Uh, maybe even ninth, The Raising in the Sun. A uh, very good book, and I believe what's his name was there who just passed uh, recently. Um, that older black gentleman, he was the the father. Uh, Max Sydney Poirier. Yeah, Sydney Poirier. Yeah, um, yeah, that was what. That's one of mine. Nice, hmm. very good. Yeah. I remember reading that in school. Yes. All right, Grandmaster B, what you got? Well, I would like to say green eggs and ham. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. Uh, Minute Vision for Men, author Roger Patterson. Uh, This is a daily one-page read uh, that has inspiration and scripture to enhance your better you. I believe, Philly, you have this book. I do. I've been reading it. Yeah, it's very good. My man. Very good. Uh, This Minute Vision uh, for Men, it is, you know, you read one page a day. Mm -hmm. And there's something, you know, may not be every day hits something, but there's days in the week. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've read a couple different parts of that book and you're like man this is where i'm at right now so it's an inspirational it's an uplifting book it's a simple read one page a day and i like it i've been reading the same book i've read this book now this is my third year in a row so i could try to retain do you guys read and not retain stuff because that maybe that's just me no because there's times i have to go back and and try to like 
Make sure I understand yeah. and absorb all the sharpen information. Your tools. Sharpen yeah, your tools. You have to go back and sharpen. Iron sharpens iron. Mm. My <laughs> mind is sharp as a bowling ball. The, old, the older I'm getting, it's like, man, I got to read that again. It sounded really good, but I have to actually read it one more time. You, you know, don't like say. A, yeah, you know me. You know me, Phil. No, I'm just it, No, it's a fact. I ain't going to shit. Throw them at me, man. I'll take the darts right now. But the truth is, it's I'm like I do have to go back and read some of this stuff, but there's some really good quality stuff in there, and I really enjoy it. For sure. No, that's a good one. And um, I'm fell a little bit. Like a week behind, so I got to get caught up. But yeah, it's very good. Cool. Um, the one I have is actually the Mamba mentality. That's where the quote came from. Uh, Kobe Bryant. It's actually um, narrated by uh, Phil Jackson too. So uh, it's just about his mindset, how he never wanted to accept losing. And I just mm-hmm. think it's a, it's a really cool read. Love that. I just <laughs> love the way he attacked the game and how he had to persevere through personal issues and stuff like that. And he just took that every step of the way with family, with life, with the game you love so much. So um, that's definitely a, a great read. Got it from a buddy of mine, and um, I'll have to pass it around to you guys because it's definitely worth the read. I love books like that, too, that are real motivational, especially from somebody that was so successful as him. You really can't do anything except take his word for it, you know, Yeah, what he's he, saying. He actually lived it and proved it. You know, he's just so diligent about his work ethic and his will to win. It's, just, it's amazing. Yeah, I, like I love that. You know that Kobe Bryant would stay after a game, win or lose, and shoot another 200 shots mm. every game. I heard something about that. I don't know it was that much, but... Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's insane. I just saw a clip from an interview with Iverson, actually, uh, and he was talking about... Because they were asking him about his whole practice thing, and they were like, did you really not care about practice? And he's like, man, I cared, but... You know, I just I didn't care about these scrimmages and all that. It's just like, give me the ball. Let's 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 act like we're playing. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, you know, I'm, I wasn't Kobe. He literally said those words. I wasn't Kobe. Kobe was in the gym when we were out at the club or we were trying to party. He was in the gym. And he's like, to, that's why he was so successful. So Iverson was definitely giving Kobe his props. But he was saying, you know, he was an he was an animal like no other. Yeah, he was definitely uh, definitely different. And it's called the Mamba Mentality, How I Play. I forgot to point that out, but, yeah, it's a great book. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, my second favorite, uh, it's a close second, is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Yes, I remember that one. I remember that one. We were reading that in school, didn't we? Yes, yes. That was mandatory. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's funny because I read it in school, and I didn't, like I said, I, I wasn't a reader in high school. I didn't read it. I, like, went to the clip notes or whatever and was, like, trying to skim through it just so I could pass my grade. And then I read it after um, Catcher in the Rye got me wanting to read again. I read To Kill a Mockingbird I was, as I was older. But it's crazy because the older I get, I'm starting to pick different lessons out of the book. But it's, it's, about, a, it's about a black guy who's wrongfully accused of rape, and um, he actually gets convicted. So it's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of crazy messages you can take from it, from just prejudice and racism and how the judicial system is and i don't know it's crazy how the lessons you take at different ages you look at things differently it's a classic what year did that what what year was that book released just james oh man i don't remember i want to say it was in like the 60s though it's been around a long time yeah yeah i remember going back to to school man and having to read that late 80s yeah you know Probably prior to us. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know. I actually read that yeah, a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah, 1960. 1960 is when yeah. it came out. Yeah, I like it. has been around a while. Good one. 
Um, my, my next choice was Dare to be Uncommon Every Day. The author uh, is Coach Tony Dungy and Nathan uh, uh, Whitaker. Uh, this is a, another daily read with more of the life lessons and experiences uh, from uh, Coach Tony Dungy's trials and tribulations as a coach um, and all of the ups and downs he's experienced throughout his life, the loss of a child, uh, you know, being a black man coming into the NFL, going through the diversity channels that he had to fight and go through. Um, it's very inspirational. Again, this is one of those daily reads that he'll write, you know, something down. It'll talk about, you know, how to give back to people, how to have patience with people and things like that. And I find this is more of a self-help book. Um, one of these types of things to, you know, like Philly, I think you also have that book as well. I do. Um, so this is like one of those one page daily reads and it's got a little bit of scripture in there and stuff like that. But, uh, overall it's just an, it's just an uplifting, you know, one page daily read. Yeah. And I, I, there's not a day that I don't read this book that I don't feel like I'm taking something away from, you know, what he's talking about or what he's trying to get through to people. Yeah. And it, he's pinpoints certain times in his career, like all there, he goes all around and it's actually on my list as well. So I, I agree with you. And that was actually a gift from you. And I love that book, um, especially being a coach and diving into that mindset and how he's able to like be real about everything, but still always fall back to his faith and whatnot. So I think it, it's a, it's a very good read. Yeah, I would suggest it to anybody. And his humbleness, you know, the thing yeah. about the guy, I mean, if you don't know who coach Tony Dungy is, um, you know, he's on, what is it? NBC. That's who he's on. Is Sunday it, night football. Sunday night football. Very humble man. Great um, coach. Great coach. Just yeah. has a, just a, just a very good charisma about him. And, yeah. uh, his style is like no other. And, um, I mean, he's, he's a, he's a great writer. He wrote a great book and I'm, I'm happy I can read this every day. For sure. Hollywood, did you share yours with James? Did you say that or no? Oh, with the, uh, You're for number two, Raisin in the Sun. No, no you, the Mockingbird. Yeah. No, no, I don't have that. Okay. We, we got a lot of swords, but that's, yeah. a, that was a good one. B we'll go back to you. No. Um, Trump, the book, Trump, the art of the deal. Huge. Oh, the art of the deal. Big about that. This guy, oh man, it's just crazy how he um, formats everything. Uh, the people he talks to, his enemies. Um, he he chooses who he wants to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, other, they don't exist to him. That that's his world, his enterprise, family members. Um, Always looking to make the deal. Um, believe there's no no um, deal that cannot be made. Trump. When, Trump. Is, when did he write this? Oh, this was. Oh, it's been a, it's been out a long time. He's yeah. he was relentless in his business transactions. Or, and yes. How he dealt with people. I actually mm-hmm. have the book Hollywood. Yeah. Totally forgot fun. about that. But that is a great book. Yes. I mean, just the way he talks um, to his business people mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, calls it out like he sees it, and mm-hmm. you know, what's better, Sleepy Joe or Slow Joe? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what is? It? I go back and forth. I go back and forth. Okay, let's do it. Who likes Slow Joe? Who likes oh Sleepy God. Joe? <laughs> That's In the what I thought. 
The guy hasn't changed. I mean, he, he's, he's the same he's, person. He's consistent. He stayed true blue, that's for sure. When I thought he was an ass on The Apprentice, you're that, fired. That, that's just who he is. Yeah. That's how he ran a country. That's yes. how he dealt with business. Yeah. Love him or hate him, that's cut, cut the way dope. it was. Yeah. He's not there for you is to like him. Is there an audio version of that book where he's doing it? <laughs> yeah, I wish I could find it. It would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's a great pick, Hollywood. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yes. Well, I got uh, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Damn you. Damn you. It's about, nice. uh, you know, the essential elements of, you know, strategic conflict resolution. You know, uh, it's not, it can be a little bit about mind games and stuff like that, but it's very interesting. You know, like when you talk about, he's, you know, comparing going into battles and things like that. So as a coach, there's some similarities there. So I found that very interesting and intriguing. So it's uh, definitely a cool read and it's a classic. It's been around forever. So. Um, definitely one of my top fives. Very cool. Um, I like that. A lot of people talk about that book too. Yeah. A lot of successful people. So, uh, we'll keep going around yeah. the table. So just James, go ahead back to you. Uh, mine's the alchemist. Mm. Um, similar to, similar to the art of war in a way it's, um, I don't, I don't remember. Is the art of war like a novel or is it somebody just talking about different things? Yeah, pretty like much. Like that has to do with war. Yeah, because The Alchemist is it's a novel. It's about a kid trying to find out what his destiny is. But it's been it, it's so, there's so many lessons in it that it's actually kind of sold as a self help book in a way, um, and it's sort of taken a life into its own. As far as like a lot of business successful business people um, recommend this book. So I read it. It's an easy read. It's only like 160 pages, and it's really good, really inspiring. Awesome, Hollywood. Back to you. Um, I got uh, NFL Unplugged, Ooh. 2010, Anthony Gargano. Um, talks about the blood guts um, in the locker room, play calling, injuries, things that they did that the people don't know. You know what I mean? What they had to put their bodies through, what they have went through. Um, really good. It, it goes, I mean, the things, even like, let's go back to... Uh, Brett Favre with the ankle injury, um, how he got hooked. But he was told, hey, you take the injection, mm-hmm. wrap it up. And his ankle was broke. Yeah. His, that is how he got on the painkillers was that he played, he couldn't even feel his ankle. That's because, right. He had an addiction, right? Yeah. Really from addiction. that. And they taped that thing for him to go back in there because they said, get in there, boy. You're Brett Favre. Yeah. And... Made him like you know so big, and so he had to keep that persona of of, you know here take this this will take care of the pain you can get through the pain you got to fight through the pain, and that almost ruined Brett Favre. Mm. That was sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, boy. Some of these athletes had to go through hell just to make it through a season. You know, like you said, injuries and you know Antonio Brown. You know, with what happened at the end of this past season. Yeah. Admittedly, he said he was hurt. He wasn't healthy yet. You know, he was being told go in no i can't go in yeah so these players now in this new generation of players they're not taking the bullshit because they got to go live their life after the nfl or any sport remember kevin winslow when you're walking off that's, the field dehydrated yeah, that's right you know what i mean uh yeah. jack ham uh pittsburgh steelers getting ejection between his knuckles at halftime i mean just to play the game mm-hmm. right that's this is crazy. what this is it's, it's amazing and calvin johnson too yes yeah there's another guy. You're right. Yeah, it's just it's who remember DeBerg? Remember he had that pin. They put that pin in his finger mm-hmm. in the game to play in a playoff game. 
Atlanta Falcons, right? Was it, Steve, was it Steve DeBerg? Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg. Uh, maybe, I thought, I thought it was, it was at Kansas City that they yeah. did. Maybe it was KC. Dude, that was disgusting on the sideline. They, you know that, that? Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's what that NFL Unplugged is basically all the different things, um, you know. Kansas City. How yeah. many pages was that book? 270-page book. Oof. Wow. But that just lets you know and people that, that look at these players like, and and even as a kid, not human. Mm-hmm. They're superheroes. I'm sure we all went through that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But this is the things that they go through. And now you're starting to see stuff come out with, you know, with the, the brain and all that. Mm-hmm. But in order to keep these guys on the field, they were injected when they went in inside there. Yeah. People not knowing what they had to go through in there to get back out there on the field. 100%. So, and then yeah, the sacrifice these athletes yes, have to make. You absolutely. Know, oof, man, I'll tell you. Um, am I up here, Philly? Mm-hmm. So the next, uh, my number three pick I picked was a book called Life is Messy. The author's name is Matthew Kelly. Um, this book talks about the human dilemma in dealing with life's inadequate ups and downs and how to mentally to try to navigate through it, right? We all go in dark places sometimes. We, you know, I don't give a shit who you are. Everybody goes through a bout of depression in their life. They, they sometimes, you know, just deal with that, you know. And uh, this particular author, uh, Matthew Kelly, wrote a great book. It's a short book, Life is Messy, and it's dealing with feelings, uh, emptiness, normalization of learning from your mistakes. Because I think a lot of people, you know, you can surround yourself with great people and i think that could bring people back to life but you can also be around the wrong people and bring a good person down oh and that's why you have to choose to not be around negative people and i think hollywood you've alluded to this before in previous podcast about you don't want to be around them you don't have nothing we don't want nothing to do with them because if you surround yourself in that environment it's toxic, and this is exactly what this author is trying to portray in this book: is to teach people that you know you're <clears> one <throat> of a kind. God made you special to anybody else in this world, and it's very important that you understand that. And no matter what you're dealing with throughout your life, ups, downs, good, bad, you're going to hit rock bottom sooner or later. You're going to find yourself in a spiral. And how do you come out of that? You know, and it's again surrounding yourself with the right people, good friends family and things like that and you know this guy's wrote a great book um and i and i've read it twice now because it brings me back to a place where i sometimes need to go back and look you know and just read those pages again it reminds you um that's just one of those kind of again i like a lot of inspirational type reads you know love sports but this is you know oh yeah that, that that takes it to another level and like i once you know said before you know we, we can never get confused that it's not just the outside world. Family can be toxic as well. Right on. True. Just because you're born or whatever family, we you know, brothers, sisters, mom, dads, this and that. But that's not saying aunts, uncles, carry on, cannot be toxic as well. Yeah. You and I had a private conversation last week. Yeah. You know, and that meant a lot to me. And I thought about that a lot. After you and I broke our ways and went, you know, home that night, yeah, and thinking about certain circumstances that you're dealing with, and um, it's so true. You know, even your own family can be, 
you know, they could be bad in some ways and they could really sabotage you as a person mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and ridicule you and make you feel, you know, unable and all this other stuff. But you got to separate yourself from yes, those people, absolutely. even if it is family. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. It's very important that you do that. So, yeah, that was my uh, my third pick there. Good. That's good, good stuff. You know, it's, it's impactful stuff, too. Yes. And uh, I got one that was really inspirational inspirational in my life it, it changed the game for me and that's uh the kama sutra i could hold my laugh i'm sorry but uh, no i'm just kidding hollywood's like i'm not done <laughs> wait till you get to my number five hustler magazine <laughs> i learned a lot that one man <laughs> No, this one takes me back to my childhood, and uh, I actually love, love, love these books, and it was The Goosebumps by uh, R.L. Stein. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Did you say Stein, R.L. Stein? <laughs> Stein, Steiny, Steiny. <laughs> but, uh, it's I, amazing you guys remember one? all this uh, stuff, man. It's great. I don't remember the name, but the story was just so vivid, man. Um, there's this one, I think I, the, the kid was like locked in the basement, and he had to find his stay way out. Out of the basement, dude. Yes, that's stay it. out of the basement. Yes, that was Hell the best yeah. one, man. Dr. Seuss. R.L. Stein. I used to love him because he was such a great. Stein, man. He, he did a great job of like bringing words to picture. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's, uh, I think that's important for a lot of authors yeah. to do, to bring things yeah. to life. So. Uh, those are some of the first books I read as, as a kid outside of like outside of school that I really enjoyed. So. That would be um. That's a, my fourth one because me and B we share the, uh, yeah. the Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Uh, well, to be uncommon every yeah, day. Yeah. Well, look at the ones when your teacher used to sit down and and she'd go through the pages like the, you know, yeah. show you the pictures and all all them books. <laughs> and she's going across the, yeah. the classroom. You okay. just think about them titties, but <laughs> well, they didn't help like that, man. They had them old skirts on. <laughs> My penis is so big, I can do dumbbell curls with it. Had old That's 100% Schwarzenegger. <laughs> had old teachers like, hey, man, mm -hmm. Grandma? Hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, That's me. Back to you, James. I, that's so funny, man. I used to love Goosebumps books. Uh, my fourth one is called The Perks of Being a Wallflower. And it's basically about this kid who's like an observer and he's seeing all these things happening in life, but he's too scared to participate. And there's a lot of lessons in there. And I think, Philly, you said this one time in the episode where we were talking about things to make our lives better. And you were like, don't overthink, just start doing stuff. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, and that's, that's really what this book focuses on a character that's in his own head so much that he's not participating in life. So he has these friends and they're, he sees them all doing things, but he's too scared to sort of step out there. And, um, I think it's important. It's important to, to take those lessons and realize that if you don't take action when you can and have the opportunity you're going to miss out on life, and you don't get a second chance. Right, you know right. what's funny, too, James? Because you and I are both like that at certain points in our life, right? I mean, I was that yeah. way when I was really young, but I think by the time I hit high school, I kind of found my stride. You, know? you were fucked. I was really, you found really Duncan. Touchy-feely. You got a little touchy-feely. You know what I'm saying? Tim Duncan. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie about this that came out in 2012? I actually have this DVR. It's crazy you're mm. mentioning this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a movie. a movie that came out in 2012. It. Yeah. It's got yeah, uh, it was 91% the same. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. That's a good movie. It's quite high. Yeah. yeah. 
Like yeah, it. it was a good movie. The, it was the it same, actually, the guy that wrote the screenplay was the same guy that wrote the book. So the author wrote the screenplay for the Stephen movie. Stephen Klobowski or whatever his name is? is that yep, it? Klobowski. Yeah. Yep. The big Klobowski. You just got to get out there and do it, man. <laughs> get yeah. off the yeah. wall. I have not watched yeah. the movie. I've had it on my DVR forever. No shit. Someone said it was a great movie. I can't remember who told me to, to watch it, but... Um, since Just it's, James it's, brought it up, I'm going to watch it. Definitely. It's honestly a better book, though. I'm not going to lie. And I, I used to hate when people say that, like, all oh, the book is better. But honestly, if I think if you watch the movie and you don't read the book, you'll like the movie. But if you read the book and watch the movie, you realize, like, there's so much stuff that they left out that was really important. And also sometimes, I don't know if you guys have ever read a book that was turned into a movie, but sometimes you see characters differently in your head, and then they pick right. actors that you don't agree with. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's another thing. They they chose a few actors where I'm like, ah, I didn't see the characters like that. But right. all in all, it gets really good ratings. So. I had a friend tell me. All? Almond? It, uh, hmm. A friend told me about it. I just finished Game of Thrones, and it's honestly probably one of my top three or four favorite shows of all time really i gotta watch mm. this man it's it was I'm amazing i'm so far man. behind it's so good um a lot of cna hollywood right up your alley mike but um <laughs> someone said the book is just as good as the show so what's so, the base is it like medieval times or give me a little rundown yeah, it's, of what it's, all, it's about. all these it's the seven kingdoms and they're all like battling for control you know families and it's um there's one uh one lady that has dragons it, it's crazy, man. Really? It's, it's, so is uh, it real? Like, a, do they take over, like, other people's territory? Everybody's fucking or no? Like, oh, what's there's going a lot on? of fucking, dude. A lot, <laughs> a lot of fucking. <laughs> a lot of beautiful are, women. Are we talking, like, queens and Rhode yeah. Island and, you know? We're talking What's about good, kings and queens. <laughs> really? In your top three? Yeah, knights and all that shit, wow. man. And I, I'm not into that stuff, but, like, I had a bunch of people telling me to do it. It was a big thing, you know, years ago, a few years back. Um, there's eight seasons. It's well worth the watch. Jon Snow. I'm sure you guys have heard about it and seen things. What about, it. is it better than Yellowstone? I don't watch Yellowstone. I was starting hmm. to get that, and, and I'm starting to get in that. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. This is what everyone's been talking about. I'm not into Westerns either. See, but everybody, yeah, right. even yeah. people said, if you don't really necessarily like it, you're going to like this show. And that's kind of how uh, yeah. Game of Thrones was. Right. So always keep an open mind with shit because you never know. I've never seen Harry Potter. Me neither. Lord of the Rings neither. I can't get into that. You know, the Harry I, dude, I'm starting to watch seen, that shit now. Yeah, I haven't seen Star Wars. I never watched any Star Wars. No, yeah, see, I does, never got into that, it. That doesn't interest me either. It's not my it's not my cup of tea, so to speak. I'm just not into it now. But you know, you tell someone you like you've never son. seen Star Wars. Mm -hmm. No, I may have watched parts <laughs> and pieces of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like when she give me the Chewbacca. <laughs> you know, Star Wars, man. Hollywood. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, All right, where, where are we at here? Um, that was you, and then down the road. I, I, fin I finished. So someone's on All next right. one. Four. <laughs> Back to you, Apple Snap. <laughs> Hollywood. I think every Apple fucker. <laughs> I think everyone will know this one. How about the 1942 Apple Old Snap. Yeller? Old Yeller. Old Yeller. Oh, That's old another Yeller. one. Fred Sad Gibson. movie, right? Damn. Old Yeller yeah. don't make it at the end. I remember I cried when I watched that. Yeah. Oh, you know, he was a stray dude. dog. Yeah. He'd go and steal food yeah, from that family. One. And oh. then, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he had to stand up and protect the family. And unfortunately, he got into it with a wolf and got bitten and uh, with the rabies. And uh, mm. they had to take him out back yeah. and put him down. So, yeah, that's, that was one of the, I remember back then, Old Yeller. The movie was sad as hell, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember watching it as a kid, and you know, you're a little kid, you're got my pillow, and I'm like crying, but I don't want to do that. Have you oh, guys yeah. ever watched a chick flick with? Another person, like say it's your girlfriend or significant other, and you start chick tearing flicks. up. Yeah, chick flick and start tearing up and like. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I, I'm a softy. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The, I no, mean, the yeah. Notebook, brass. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, mean, the Notebook. That's a great story. I mean, I've teared up on a few movies. I mean, I'm maybe it's just you know I'm getting a little sentimental in my older age. I, don't I know. think the one that they got me was probably the one where Ben Affleck stole that money. Remember he put it in that garden? <laughs> what was that one? Remember in the garden? What? In, oh, oh, the town? Oh. It was it the town. Remember when she called him on the phone? She goes, hey, I need you to meet me here. And he knew that they were up there with him. She lied to him. Oh. And she yeah, was the town. Night. Yes. That the was, town. That yeah, that's, yeah, she that said, she said you remind it reminds me of one of my sunny days because she was talking about how her set brother up. her brother died during a sunny day yes, so he knew yes. immediately it was a bad thing set up. But he yeah. knew and she was all in there. FBI was all around. He he was like almost looking like like how could you lie to me? Hmm. And I'm leaving you this money. And he put it where she was planting you know in the garden and all yeah. that. And he got away. And she got yeah. back to one and that money was found. Wow, like, bullshit! You were gonna turn him in, man. Damn. Set oh, him up. Cold. Yeah, it's that's yeah. cold blooded. It was, man. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Oh man. It's a yeah. dirty game, you don't say. That's you don't say. <laughs> All right. So am I up here, Philly? <laughs> yes, sir. So one decision, authors Mike Bayer. Uh, this book is written to help you uh, process decisions. Um, it's an estimated that we make thirty-five thousand decisions every day. The human being Whoa, makes about thirty-five thousand decisions every day, from the simplest form of a decision to the most complicated. So this book uh, helps guide you towards what uh, previously seemed like obstacles in your life to opportunities. Mm, right. Wow. So it's a great wow. read. It's interesting. Um, also, wow. how to stop overthinking and making decisions on facts. And not fears, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, I gotta get this book. One, let me, let me it write is called this down. One Decision. The author mm-hmm. is Mike Bayer, B A Y E R. Fantastic book. I'm not even a third way through it, and I am just like, wow. Okay. Self help okay. all the way, you know, because a lot of our decisions we are fear based, right? Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. man. We don't want to go too far in because mm-hmm. we're afraid. Yeah. But the truth is, is where I've read to this point, it's about clarity of mind because in what this author's pretty much saying is that usually your gut instinct is most likely to be the most accurate. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that comes to your mind because your brain is conditioned mm-hmm. on previous experiences throughout your life. Sure. So something somehow will come back to you and your brain will trigger a thought process like deja vu type stuff. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And you come back to a a decision-making period and most of the time it's a gut that you're going to go with. So some people are very uh, fluent with making decisions very quickly and they're very successful. Some of it's at risk taking decision-making in their own hands, but most of the time, 80-20, it's mostly their decisions are pretty accurate. So that's something to think about. And that's where I'm at in the book right now. So I started reading this book, and I was like, oh, I'm going to read a few pages. But then I got into like three chapters worth. So, yeah, definitely want to check that one out, Just James. Your mind's crazy, though. Yeah, you know, the like brains we, are yeah, powerful. I remember we talked very about, powerful. We talked about how, like, in the summertime, you know, if you ever sit outside, if you're by yourself or listen to music even. But for me, it's when it's quiet. I might just daze off into the sky and have these thoughts like I've been here before. Yeah, mm. a, yeah, like a deja mean? vu type thing, or you but it's like, very vivid. And it's like it's weird. It's it's almost undescribable. You're yeah. like, why? Why would you think that? 
Everybody's but it's crazy because they say we got all this shit locked in our DNA from like you know centuries and centuries just be, just because like we yes. have a lineage. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? Like we, it's like our point. parents and then our parents' parents and our mm. parents. We go all the way back, so we have like all these things that happened in our DNA, and I think some of that stuff might even be thoughts locked in there, or like. You know, because you wonder, like, how does a genius just know how to play the piano? How does yeah, it make yeah. sense to him that he right, can look right. at the piano and do it? And it's like maybe just years of fucking information that's locked in his DNA and he's able to tap into it. <laughs> like they shit. call it a prodigy, right? You're a prodigy of something that you're just like a, a like a, like you just said, that's a great, I, you know, idealistic. Someone could sit at a piano like me. I would just play like, you know, like two gifted, or three keys. Gifted, Someone could just go right I mean? to the like piano that. and read music and play music and like, wow. How how cool is yeah. that? So who did you think you were before Hollywood? I, I like, I can't say what I was. King of the jungle. You know what I'm saying? That's like I, I don't know what I would. But like, <laughs> dude was Tarzan in the Johnny, back of his past Maybe life. Johnny Appleseed or something like that. I don't know. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. He something. was swinging from the vines, my. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting thought, though. I mean, so who do you? Yeah. I mean, if you could go back and think in this process of where your mind's at, right I now. couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even label if if was I a girl, was I a boy. I, I couldn't even tell you. You don't know. I I'm mean, still trying to figure that out about no. myself every day. Damn He's struggling. You. Damn you! Damn you! <laughs> if you got a pocket or you got a hanger, damn you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, yeah. he's got both but one stinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who was that? That was you, right, B? Uh, yeah, one decision. That was me. So we got. I got one left. All right, my last one is. Uh, it's called "Everything Is Fucked" by Mark Manson. And uh, <laughs> is that literally the name of the book? Literally, yeah. But it's like it's got like uh, special characters in front of it, and it's actually. I've heard uh, of this book. It's actually a really good read. And the first chapter is about heroism, and it's about William Pilecki who's a Polish man back in the, the old Nazi days, who uh, actually got himself um, locked up into the camp, escaped, went back in, and actually found a way to communicate with the outside, but they didn't believe him, all the bad shit that was going on. And it just goes into detail about comparing things to today and um, how things are just so different. And it try, mm. it, it's, it's, it's a hopeful book, though. It sounds really messy with the, from the title, but it's, it's really not even like that. So Did they actually, kill that guy? Eventually, though, the, the Polish, Polish guy? guy? Yeah, yeah, but it just it talks about, like, real heroism, like, going to certain lengths and how it's different from today, what we look at as hero, actual heroism, you know? Yeah. With celebrity yeah, yeah, yeah. status and things like that. Right, I've heard of this book, actually. How far are you in it? Uh, about, I think it's got, like, I don't know how many chapters. I'd say about a quarter, quarter or so, but it's really, really good. Okay, I'll have to check that out, too, because I did hear about that. Yeah, I'm definitely, it's definitely something that I'm going to finish, so... Uh, my last one is, they actually made a movie about this too, uh, Girl Interrupted, but I read the book and, um, it's about, it's a true story actually written by Susanna Kaysen who was, uh, put into a mental hospital when she was like 18 or 17 or 18. Um, and one of like really just a prominent part of her life and was in a mental institution for like a year and a half to two years or something like that. And it's very interesting. And there's even the beginning, um, there's the there's like a sentence in the beginning and I'm going to paraphrase it. But she says something like, you know, people always ask, what did I do to get in here? Um, but what they really want to know is uh, like, 
how to avoid it or can they end up in here themselves? And she said, I don't know the answer, but the truth is it's easy. And it's, it's just very crazy, man. It's all of her um, accounts of how the mental institution was and what they did to her, what type of experiments they were running on people, the people she was hanging out with. And it's crazy how normal you could be and still be admitted into a mental institution back then. And um, yeah, that's it, it kind of uh, just put, it puts things in perspective. It's like we're all a little crazy, but where's the line? Mm. It's just a, a really line. interesting book. Quite a fine yeah. line. So deep. Yeah, I mean, she she was just put in there because she was promiscuous and didn't know what she wanted to do. So, like, because she didn't know what she wanted to do when she graduated high school and have a job lined up in a career and she was a little bit promiscuous, they thought there was something wrong with her. And so she lost, like, two years of her life to a mental institution. Wow. That's crazy, man. Because everybody was always, you know, it's a judgmental world. People are always going to have mm -hmm. their views of you. And um, some people only will see when you're doing well. So, yeah, that's interesting. No, there's a lot of uh, a lot of layers to that. That's deep. Yeah, and I was thinking about this the other day, too. Like, people are so quick to write off other people. Like, you know, they're quick to call, whether it's Kanye West or Trump or Hitler even, they call them all crazy, and it's like... Yeah, we're all guilty of it. If, if they're crazy, then what the fuck are we? Like, these guys are <laughs> super successful. They got millions and millions and millions of followers. I mean, you can't call somebody like Hitler crazy. I mean, he, he had some crazy ideas, but he was a very smart dude. And the same thing with Kanye West and all these other people. It's like a crazy guy is a guy that talks to himself on the street corner and doesn't do anything. But to call these guys that contribute <laughs> to society crazy is just, it's outrageous. It's, it's like it's saying hello. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just like it's, it's a miscategorization uh, for people. Yeah. It's quick to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can easily write somebody off, but it's like, look at all the shit they're doing. Are they really crazy, or, or you know, do they I, just have crazy ideas? You know, it's funny. I've seen this guy um, <clears throat> at work who used to be former supervisor of mine and uh, never got along with him. Uh, he tried to write me up one time. So when I was on the floor as a union official, I um, he tried to give this girl time off. So I went up there casually, sat up in his desk, sat up in his chair. Put my foot up on his desk. He went into his candy jar. He didn't like that. Got some balls, bro. And he was pissed. <laughs> so I said, well, how you doing? How and, you uh, well, anyways, I got the girl off and all that. He didn't want to talk hey. about it. So he told he told the guy that wait, I was wait, covering. Wait, wait, wait. You got this girl off. What, what the fuck? What he happened? was going to give her time off because she was on her phone. But oh, yeah. supervisors, they call you on your phone and stuff. Um. He goes, I don't think she was on there for that. And I said, well, oh, I didn't know that you could you could tell. Who she was talking to? Well, she's getting fired. I go, no, she's not. You can't determine. She has to have her phone. So, anyways, so he told my boy who's passed away. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really care for him coming in there sitting in my chair at my desk with his feet up on my table and going to my candy jar. <laughs> so I seen him the other day. He remembered you. And I, you. And, I and I go, you know, I had to give the guy homage. I said, hey, hey tree, you got any candy on you? <laughs> so, but anyways, I, I gave him a compliment. I said, you know what, Tree? I said, as hard as I've been on you, bro, I go, I ain't seen you in four years. I said, you would be the perfect man to run this place now with what we got going here. Thank you for that. Because you would be so far in them with what they're doing. <laughs> He'd be a perfect fit now, but he wasn't a perfect fit five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm, he would be yeah. good now. He's the guy that we would need now to lead the ship. Yeah. So I, I had to. I said, man up. 
you know, tell him straight up. You know, he was like, thank you. And went out with his twisted hip as he kept walking. <laughs> when yeah. you walked up to him, you were like, <laughs> what is that, my bro, bro, my sugar friend? <laughs> we just never had a good relationship. But hey, man to man, you know, I had, I had to tell him what it was, hey. Bro, no, no, that's bro, bro. Yeah. yeah. So good to see you, bro. Desk, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's so Hollywood right there. Yeah, I'm going to his candy jar, put my feet up on his desk, he was banged his wife. Pissed. It was crazy. He was pissed. <laughs> What's good about it? <laughs> oh, Hollywood, you're something else. You're a treat. <laughs> oh, All right, B, I think you uh, finish it off, right? Uh, yeah, I, here we go. Um, let's yeah, see. Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my last pick here, uh, I went with Baby Step Millionaire, uh, author Dave Ramsey. You know I'm a big Ramsey fan. Uh, this book speaks to how ordinary, everyday people built extraordinary wealth and how you can, too, uh, processing steps of getting to financial independence. This book isn't the secrets of the rich or the elite. Um so basically what it is, it's a step-by-step process in preparing for your retirement, investing in yourself, not using credit cards, and dumb spending habits that will help you build your wealth. So I think, you know, each and one, each, each of us all are going to get to a point, hopefully we'll be able to retire or have some type of financial freedom. And you don't really process that stuff as a younger person. At least I didn't because I was credit card king, as I called myself. And I didn't realize that 25% compounded interest can really screw you up. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like, man, I just sent the $100 minimum payment out, but why did my bill go up? And I didn't charge anything last month. Well, you know, 25% interest racks up pretty fast. Oh, yeah. And And, it's per um, purchase, too. I got tired of being broke. And I'm thinking, you know what? No more, you know? And um, I just got really disciplined with it. I'm not, you know, nowhere near a millionaire or anything like that. But my goal is to become wealthy enough by the time I retire that I could financially be dependent of myself and not worry about Uncle Sam and what the Social Security money is going to be. You want to be a CMB. I, what's a CMB? Cash money brother. That's it, bro. Oh, uh-huh. cash money Why? brother. You want to be a CMB. Oh. Word. I want to be there, man, and I'm I'm determined because hey, yeah. I just don't want to be that guy that's going to have to just depend oh, on. Oh yeah, There's, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Guys. Tell me how you feel about this. So you're ready to retire. You're, you're ready to retire. Okay, put yourself in this position. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Hollywood apple snack. You going to retire? Would you say that it's a good idea to say, well, guess what? I'll just, I'll fucking go bankrupt. Some people, I'm going to retire. Some, hey. I mean, some people. Why? Do. Some people play that game, dude. It is a game. But to me, that's an embarrassment. And I've been there. You know what I mean? But it's a total embarrassment. Uh, but to be in a good spot where you make good money and then you're just going to say basically at the end, F it, I'm going to go bankruptcy. That's just I, I can't. I think everybody's story's different though. Yeah. You know, it just depends what you go through, the ebb and flows of life. I mean, not everybody's in certain positions, but that should be the goal, right? It, obviously it, it to comes avoid with that, time. obviously. I yeah. mean, it take, does take time. Right. I mean, I've got you by fifteen plus years. Your mindset's gonna be totally yes. different. I yes. promise you in five to ten years from now. You're gonna start oh, looking sure. at thing, you know, and through rose colored glasses right now, you know, because I think when you're and I'm going back to his age. Yeah. You know, in them 30s and early 30s, mid 30s, I mean, I was just, fuck it, you know. 
I do everything that I thought I could do. But then I was like, man, I didn't realize how much I was putting. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people in particular, my own kids. You know, my daughter had a credit card that showed up to the house and my name is, you know what it is. And my daughter's name is very close to mine. And I thought it was my discover card. I opened up the envelope and I'm like, holy shit, what the hell did I charge? And I'm like, oh, wait, that's hers, oh. not mine. <laughs> I got all over her shit. I'm like, do you fucking realize what you're doing? Stay out of my business. You know, you shouldn't be opening up my mail. Well, it was an, a true accident because of the name being so close. And I was just like, let me tell you a quick story. And I tried to educate, you know, and mm. that's part of how you go through your life, yeah. you know, you know, whether it's bankruptcy and there's no shame in that game. If you have to hit rock bottom, sometimes you just got to cash it all and say, fuck it. I'm going to start from zero and <laughs> I'm going to go build my credit up for the next five to seven years. And I'm going to learn to play this game a whole lot smarter. Well, I see you on a ninth floor. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. And there's, oh, yeah, there's nothing there. to be ashamed of. I mean, I've known oh, yeah. some people who I thought had their, all their shit together. And I was surprised when we had, Coffee in a conversation about yeah man it fucking filed bankruptcy. I was fucking hundred G's dude. Hundred G's in the hole. Yeah, I remember right? you telling that story, oh my man. God. Hundred thousand that you oh want to talk about God. when that when that judge looked at me and said, "How you plan on paying this back?" You're like I ain't. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I ain't got that money. She said, "But you continued to get credit cards." Oh my God. And I was like. Okay, I'm going to jail here. You know, this is it, downtown Detroit. I'm downtown. And I'm like, Your Honor, I don't know. I just said, she says, wow. She said, you're in no predicament to be spending. Right? You know what I mean? It, it was hard. But it broke me because you, you know what they did? They garnished my shit. Well, we're going to take this amount because uh, Mr. Uh, we'll say Mr. Smith. Hollywood. You're lucky that you only have a couple finance people here that wanted their their money. You're a lucky man. She said, because if more would have showed up, you may never pay this off. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's a lot of debt. To and I learned from there. And I learned because guess what? I wasn't the only one in there. There was people, there were business people. Yeah. 500,000. I'm like, okay. Oh, shit. But it, it was a lesson when I started hearing that. I'm going, wow, why, how did I allow myself to do that, dude? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not an expert in finance, but I took this Dave Ramsey uh, Peace Financial University class about 10 years ago. And I was invited to this, and I was part of a big group of people where I used to work, and it was offered by the company to help people understand how to work with money. And I, again, I'm not a wealthy man. One of the things that I did learn from this class, and it's it was a six-week program. You had to go every Tuesday, and it was a three-hour. And the first one was like, man, I don't know if I'm coming back to this, man. It's you know, it's like, yeah, it's basic math bullshit. You know, don't don't this, don't that. Here's the thing, man. If you're in debt in any way, shape, or form, the one piece of advice I can give anybody is start with your smallest bill, pay it off, then get to then take that money. And move it to the next smallest bill and do what they call a snowball effect. And you start paying off your debt from small to large. Yes. And and then in other words, you move all that money from what you were paying on the small bill to the next bill to the next bill. Now you start chipping away at the big bill. 
That's called snowball effect. And once you start accomplishing that, it's it's a sense of accomplishment. And you get motivated by that. And you start, oh, fuck, I don't see that Discover Bill no more. Oh, guess it's paid off. I don't owe them nothing no more. I the visa's paid off. 10 years. Yeah, dude. To Detroit District down there. 10 years. I mean, I, I sit here and I'm, I'm humbled to tell you that I had some stupid credit cards. I mean, everything from Windows, from Hanson's Windows. Well, we could finance you. No, I'll just put it on my credit card. Don't Play worry about it. I'll pay it off. Forty-eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Limousine. Was, right, right, man. I'm a pimp, man. I'm one of. I got everybody. Don't you worry. I got everybody's drinks. And you know we're guilty of it. And, and it's again, this is nothing to be ashamed of because this is part of what finances teach you. As you get a little bit older, and you should get smarter with your money. Make it work for you, not against you. John, John. pay yourself first, yep. man. Pay yourself first. You know, oh, your 401ks. Yep. Put your money in the bank. You work your ass off, James, every week. Philly, Hollywood. You know, hey, man, I know I got bills. I got to put food in my refrigerator. I didn't think like that, though, before. You I paid myself. Put your fucking 150 200 in the bank today. That's the first thing I'm doing is paying me. And yep. I know that's my emergency fund. So when my hot water tank goes out or, holy shit, man, my AC just right, blew right. up, I got I to reserve. I got something. I don't have to go... Hey man, I need some cash because I went out and tore it up over the weekend. No man, you gotta I start thinking like that. that way. But now, like since I I've know gone through are, all these, these life peaks and valleys, like you have to, because there's something always coming beyond the horizon, right? Always. Something's always Murphy's gonna happen. Law. How old are you now? I'll be 36 this year. Wait till you get 40. No, no, let's I not, let's not rush more. it, damn man. You'd be like, you know what? <laughs> and he ain't bullshit. <laughs> what I went from 36 to 40. Yeah. yeah. And then when you hit 45, you're like, dude, time. I become like a bank account. Right yeah. now, you start looking it's at clicking now. Like I, I look at things differently, and I, the way I move, and like I see it shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And I know I'm getting better at it, but it does. It's a learning curve. Oh, yeah. Dude, try, I had ramen noodles for, for dinner tonight and a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm not ashamed to tell people that. Dude, all 2022, I've packed the lunch. I, I treat myself here and there on a yeah, Friday. Ain't wrong with that. But honestly, I've been very diligent about it. I'm very focused on it. My credit's is the highest it's ever been, and I still have debt. Don't get me wrong, but my credit's the best it's ever been in my life. Right. So yeah. it's it's just progress, man. And you still got to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Let's face yeah. it, you can't yeah. be a hermit and sit in the house yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah. going, can't "Hey, we're going to go out for dinner." Else. For sure. Yeah. We're going to a ball game. We're going to go to a concert. Sometimes you just got to give in and go have a little bit of fun. But if you're overdoing things too much, it's like too much of anything's not good for you. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that like pops like. I told him, I said, Pops, I don't even have a credit card when I was younger. And he's like, we're going to go, you know, I need a car because the car I had freaking blew up, whatever. You had established Walked credit. in there. I'm like, I know I'm not going to get approved, but he just wanted to show me the process, you know. He's like, well, you don't have bad credit. You have no credit. I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, I'm going to help you out with this one. He's like, you got to promise me you're going to pay me back. I made sure I made every one of them damn payments, paid you. that car off because I owed it to him. He stuck his neck out for yeah. me. I don't forget shit like that. But there that. was a lesson, though, there, right? And I started building and building. I mean, you're talking about from low 600s all the way up to where I'm at now. It takes time. Man, you wouldn't have been able to get it. diligence, all that stuff. You just, I mean, homes, cars. There you go. I was just going to say nice house. Nice things. Hey, something goes wrong with the crib. All right. In an emergency situation, I could swipe it, but you got to pay it off. That's right. You have to. Got to have your shoebox, man. Yeah. That too, and that's what I started doing, keeping cash. Well, I don't want to say that on the air, but you got to keep some cash. Got to, man. Yeah. It's a no, real, real deal, man. It's good to have a kitty at the Some people, oh, no, no, that's around somewhere. somewhere. It, it, I don't go right. I tell you, hey, I can only give you five Gs. No, not when I got more than that in that bank. I go to the box. 
I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? I'll go to the how bottom, stra- uh, How are you going to strap me? That motherfucking mattress, bud. My money is in there. That motherfucking bag of rubber. I'm limited. No, I got to go to the box. You know, in relationships, what I'm finding out is like, okay, so I'm more of the nerd in the family between mm-hmm. my wife and I I'm the nerd I'm the one that's very analytical strategically looking at the next thing that needs to be paid off or debt she's the free spirit she's the you know I'm gonna buy this I'm going to TJ Maxx I'm gonna Amazon it and all of a sudden it's like all this shit that she's buying that is just for emotional spending you know there's no there's no emotional attachment to plastic Matter of fact, I call it plastic surgery. I cut up my credit cards. I call it plastic surgery because oh, yeah. if I keep one for emergency, that's all I need, debit card and cash. Yeah. The rest of it is useless to me. I get my Delta Sky Miles with my one credit card, pay it off right away as quick as I can. But a lot of people, you know, they're reaching in their wallet. I mean, they're like, and maybe they have to. I'm not judging. I'm just saying maybe they have to because I don't have it this time and I got to put food on my table. But so many people become... You don't have no emotional attachment to a piece of plastic. Now, if you had a $100 bill in your wallet and you yeah. had to go pay for something, you'd be thinking twice, man. Mm, you a little know, harder man, to let go. A little bit harder to let go of that cash. Well, I ain't got no plastic. No, you, you don't deal with it. I, I deal with cash, but that caught me. Mm-hmm. I went somewhere, got caught in a jam. Mm-hmm. Well, sir, we don't. Well, I got cash. I, well, we don't take cash. We've got to have a card. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a, a card. I don't have a card. Yeah. I got my bank card. Well, no, no, no. You got to have a credit card. I ain't got one. Yeah. I pay cash. Well, sorry, sir. You're going to have to go in the back line. I'm like, this is that Tiger game. It, it was it, a it? I had to get out of the line mm. and go all the way. I'm going, are you effing kidding me? I, I know. Crazy. Isn't that crazy where For everything is going? out, it has to be on a card. It's like wow. I went to a football game this past it's fall. Wild. Everything is, is no more cash. It's mm. all debit or yes. credit card, yeah. period. There's no cash exchanges anywhere in the stadium. Which I find kind of weird. My old gym the same way. I went to go buy a protein shake after, and she, she's like, "Sorry, sir, I can charge your account." I'm like, "Damn it!" Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, that's yeah. what it's yeah. going. My new one does, but my old one doesn't. It's weird. They want to start eliminating cash slowly. And, yeah. and who wins it in the credit card game? It's the credit card companies. Oh, you go, every you time know, you go to a department store, would you like to open up a new credit card? You get ten percent off your purchase today, or fifteen percent off. You your You got to watch some of them restaurants too, because they say, "Oh, do the card, we got to charge an extra three percent." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. I don't know. So that book for me, um, you know, again, I may never become a millionaire, but I like the thought and the theory and the processes of learning and understanding how to navigate through life with finances and stuff like that. Because this, again, Hollywood, this is stuff we weren't taught in school. You know, we were learning trigonometry and algebra and things that if I was going to be building, you know, like an architect, I was going to build a building. But you know, there's a lot of common sense logic that's not being necessarily taught to the kids today on how to handle money right. you know especially and i'm not knocking it but some of these kids are going to go into the real world and they're going to get kicked straight in the ass because they ain't going to understand it because mom and dad have been funding them absolutely well good stuff boys i mean i think we, everyone got a financial piece of etiquette there so yes, sir. Uh, we did a great job good job boys uh, Just James, great job on the topic. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the Did You Know. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Philly, from the Fives of the Week. I just had to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about Aries Custom Creations. You got to holler at our girl, Amber. She hooked us up with these sweet Fives of the Week hoodies to keep us warm this winter. She does everything. All your vinyl needs, apparel, signs, cups, decals, stickers. She does it all. Email her at AriesCustomCreations at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, AriesCustomCreations20. Holler at our girl Amber. Thank you for all you do. Appreciate the business. 
Yes. Hollywood, name that name that group. Do you remember who sang that song? Rat. Never in the rat. Never in the rat. I just like I just like the yeah. beginning of it. All right, so here we go, fellas, with the Did You Know um, top five selling books ever. Since we're on the theme of books, and I'll I'll rattle through these really quick. Number five uh, top selling books ever was called The Little Prince. It's a children's novel. 150 million copies sold. Coming in at number four, Lord of the Rings. Original release was in 1954. Wow. I did not know that because no, that's, that's kind a of a. Time ago. Yeah, it's, I mean, Lord of the Rings seems kind of like modern day. Came out in 1954, 155 million copies sold. Um, the Quorum. Uh, the Quran. I'm sorry, the Quran. My <laughs> the friend, Quran. You, you'll make very <laughs> much fun about that. What's wrong with you, bro? The Quran. It's called the Quran. Uh, the Quran, man. The Quran. <laughs> I hope I don't offend any of our Islamic friends. I've heard friends. this book, the Quran. <laughs> the Quran, bro. Islamic religion. 800 million copies coming in at number three. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Coming in at number two, uh, quotations from chairman. It's called The Little Red Book. Contains 400. No, it ain't that good, Little Red Book. Contains Boing. four. <laughs> talks about 427 different flavored candles. How many? How many? So, anyways, the Little Red Book contains 427 <laughs> quotes on 33 different topics about the uh, communist revolution in China in 1949. 1.1, yeah. Hollywood looks so interested in this, 1.1 billion <laughs> copies sold. And who wants to guess what the number one all-time selling book ever is? Dr. Seuss. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Come on, guys. The Bible. Bingo. Ah, there you go. Time's yeah. up. James yeah. got it. It that is the sense. Bible. I never looked at it as a book. Five Bible. billion mm. copies sold. Wow. Amazing, isn't it? I put yeah. that so high. Isn't that crazy? I mean, you think about it. The Bible. Okay, so moving on here. Did you know uh, reading reduces stress by 68%? I believe it. Reading, it helps you 68%. If you're having a stressful day, go read Playboy. Got I don't know what you do. Um, 20, you look uh. at Playboy, right? <laughs> uh, or Dr. Seuss or something like that. But um, Okay, so uh, reading 20 minutes per day, and you'll have read 1.8 million words per year on average. Damn. If you read 20 minutes a day, 1.8 million words a year on average. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. All right, next one. Reading improves your vocabulary. Reading exposes people to new words. By learning new words, people develop deeper understanding of their language and how to use it. Readers have higher incomes. A study found that people who read at least 10 books outside of uh, what they call co compulsory reading, basically what you have to do in school, mm -hmm. mandatory reading type stuff, if you're doing it on your own, uh, ended up with 21% higher incomes than those that don't read. So keep reading. In closing, apparently the practice of reading books creates uh, cognitive engagement that improves lots of things like your vocabulary again, your thinking skills, your concentration. It also can affect uh, you know, your empathy, social perception, emotional intelligence, the sum of which helps people stay on the planet longer. So start reading books. Read your books. Start reading your books because it's very important. And that's all I had for the Did paper. You Know. Well, better luck next time. I was the third brother of five.
Here we go with the snatch. <laughs> this or that for Who's Apple, Apple Snatch. It's the this or snatch. This or that. Here we go. You ready, Jesse Jane? I am ready. Well, not this one. This you know, exception to me. Would you rather have three arms or three legs? That'd be a four for me. <laughs> 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 three arms or three legs oh, for y'all. <laughs> hmm. oh, Which one would man. it be? I'm going arms. Could do more things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm going to go arms. a third leg. I mean, I already have three legs. Oh! <laughs> Hail! <laughs> Not four. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going arms. I'm going arms, too. Yeah. What you got, Hollywood? I'd say arms. Yeah. I'd say arms. He's already swinging that bell cub. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no shower for two weeks or no cell phone for two weeks? I'm going no Sally, man. No Sally? No I'm, Sally. I, I yep. can, no yeah, Sally. I, I have to shower, dude. I'll take the break. I got to have a clean house, so. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to say that, but I'll tell you what. I asked this question at work, and you wouldn't believe it. Oh, I ain't going to take no shower. I need my cell phone. Oh, hell no. Wow. I was like, are you serious? No. Uh-huh. Smell a little funky. It'll be nah, like a cleanse. Those like a those... mental cleanse. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Exactly. Dude, nah, they were like, ain't no way. I'd rather not take a shower. Hmm. Dude, if you'd rather choose a cell phone over a shower, you need to go read the coin. <laughs> the coin? The Quran. Yo. The Quarakas. That snatch's going to yeah. smell like five-day-old fatu. Dude, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what is that? I smell like douche. Smell like paper and oil. Your smell like gungus. Thank you for that. How about this one here? How you <laughs> no, no vehicle for two years to get around whatever you need to do, or no woman for two years. Oh man! Shit, I've been with. I'm, I live both of those lives. <laughs> what the fuck? I moved to New York. I had no woman or fucking vehicle. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, sun headed rough. Sun. Fucking. You know, whatever, dude. I'll take either or. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which would it be, buddy? But if you don't have a vehicle, can you phone a friend and they can take you somewhere? Is there uh, like a of course. Yeah, but there? You, you have no vehicle. I have no you vehicle. You can't have but no, no vehicle. Woman. You can't get anywhere, but you got to hitch a ride or whatever it may be. Well... Hanging out the passenger side of a best friend's ride. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I think I think that uh, that'll yeah. be it. I'm I'm with Philly. I think I need the juice. 
You know, sound bad. I think I, I think that would be it right there. I, I don't know. I mean, be way you going with the ride or, or without the juice? I'm going, you going with juice or I'm, no ride. I'm going with the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, juice. Oh. Laid back. I'm gonna need that ride, man. I'm wow. gonna need that ride. Oh, I, they're gonna be, hey, I tell you what, in two years, gonna be a whole lot of making up. Mm. I gotta get around. Yeah. Got to get around. I can't I can't be begging people for a ride. Oh man, I can't get you, man. Sorry, I can't make it work because this guy don't show up. You know what I mean? I, I can. When I come back on tour, it's over. <laughs> that's a good, that, you know what? That's a good point, though, because of work and stuff, dude. Like, I need my vehicle. It's like that. my lifeline, so I'm going to yeah. have to re, uh, reconsider that one. I had a guy at work. Doubling up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guy don't show. Guess what? He's in the program. Yeah, that's true. Guy said, so what do you want me to do, man? I, guess, I, I told you. Well, man, he was my ride. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go back because that's, that's a necessity. It's like a lifeline for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going a long time with myself, so it's all good. All right, well, I'll build that up. Got that right I'll build that up. Okay. Uh-huh. How about this? You'd rather have $150 a week for a year straight, your bills are paid, or work seven days, 10 hours a day, Straight, no time off. 365 days. Fuck that. So live off 150, you're saying, a week. Your bills are paid. That's not saying gas. That's not saying food. That's saying going out. So that's spending money. That's your 150. That's all you get a week. You ain't getting no more, no less. That's what you get a week. Uh, If everything's paid? Or seven days a week, 10 hours, for one year straight. I know what you're doing, Hollywood. You love that green. <laughs> I know what you're doing, man. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Hollywood's in there. I swim well. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll get you down here. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man. If everything's paid, I could make that shit work, though, man. You know? This on the apprentice. It's not much, but, man. I mean, it's 600 a month. But your bills are paid, but you got to get groceries. You got to go on that date. Yeah. You might want to go a little something, something. I think I might take that year and just... That's, that'd be tough, though, dude, for 365. I done it, dude. Mm. Oh, I mean, there's no life doing that, though, dude. I know you did no. it, but you yeah. said you wouldn't do it again, though. Oh, bro. probably not. Oh, no, no, you, you admitted that. It would be too much. But too, see, this is what happened. I had to. I had no choice in that matter. Mm. Yeah. So when you, when you put... You get in a jam like that where you got to, you find a way to get it. And yeah. it's like one day but at a time. But it's only a year, though, right? It's only just a year. Just a year. Just a year. Hmm. Dude. I don't dude. think I could. I don't, I don't know. Some people. I'm, I, I'm, doing, I'm doing that. I'm doing the year. I'm doing the year working because after that, you're making. Dude, you know how much money you're making that yeah. year you, you ain't got with time. those two extra days? Yeah. You ain't got time to spend it on dumb shit. What are you going right. to do, Philly? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna work for that year. You're gonna, gonna work for that ass. whole year. Put my head down. Just, just grind it out. As just, tough as that would be, man. But you gotta take one it's day. It's crazy at a time. too. You know what's crazy? I was just thinking about this. Like if I was doing the garbage truck job again, I wouldn't do this. I would I wouldn't take this. I, I would say no. 
but being that I'm thinking it's my job right now, I know how much more work I could get done on those two extra days where nobody else would be there. Mm -hmm. And I'd be getting paid the same amount. And I would, so I would be setting myself up for an easier week just by those two extra days that nobody else is working. Yeah. And I'd be pocketing that money, dude, and not spending it. Like I would, I would definitely do that. Just James spoke. I think I'll do the same thing. I'm going to change my thought process. Yeah. I mean, here I'm just talking about saving money and trying to retire. <laughs> Man, if I had to make a choice of sitting home for 150 bucks a week, what the fuck are you going to get for 150 dollars? That's what I thought of. I mean, like, that yeah. don't even pay. I mean, that's what 600 dollars a month. Yeah. Come that's on, where, man. You know, I mean, it's, you, your bills are paid. You're in the plus, not the negative. Yeah, but yeah. what are you doing with 150 dollars? You yeah, can't you really go. get a whole lot. Mm. I mean, that ain't going to get you a couple. You know, Uber Eats or Grubhub's to the door a couple times a week. Yeah, yeah. 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 a few whitey tidies, man. But, you know what I'm saying, but, uh, man? It'll be garage sailing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hit them damn uh, garage sales. <laughs> and right. then uh, we're going to have here, last but not least, Damn, yeah. apple pie or banana split? Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Apple pie or banana split? Oh. oh. Mm. Mm. Do I get ice cream with my apple pie? Apple cup pie, of banana split. Banana split. Making a choice, banana split. Yeah, I like apple pie, but I think I'm going to go with that banana split, man. I'm going apple pie all day, man. I got to go banana split. Yeah. <laughs> Three to one. Yeah. Damn apple yeah. snatch went to banana split. Yeah, I love, man, Dairy Queen always represent that banana oh split. Oh, my God, that fucking banana split from Dairy Queen is They sad. don't even make them like that no more. It's sad. Dude, mm-hmm. I, they you put know the what? nuts on it. You remember Fuck. back in the day? <laughs> yeah, I like that peanut butter oh, parfait, though, oh. man. That's the shit right there. It's so cheaply done now. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, nah, but that shit used to be super good, dude. That's when Aunt Betsy and all them used to work there back in the day. Now Aunt Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Betsy. All right, good job, Hollywood. So it's time for the Phillies fives. Bro, this song used to bang in the club. That's Little Wayne, right? That's Little Wayne? Mm hmm. I'm up, boy. I love man. Oh, yeah. All right, number one, boys. What is something you always wanted as a child that you bought for yourself as an adult? Ooh, that's a good one. Damn you. Damn you. Damn you. Wanted as a child. Might be a little tough to think about. I'll answer. I'll give you guys a little more time to think. There's so many things. Shit. It's weird because I always wanted a Ram, even as a kid. Like, that's what I wanted to be in. And when I got yeah. my first one, I felt that sense and of I accomplishment. Got it. it was super cool. I like. I and just, you got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Something okay. I always wanted and got it. I was going to say car. Yeah. Something that I really liked. Yeah. I'd say vehicle. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. I always wanted a 57 Chevy. Yeah. And I ain't got it. But. Uh... Damn you. That's not the question, damn you. I know, damn you. I know, damn you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, still in the, it's still in the works right uh, now. Okay, yeah. so is that something you think you still want to get, though? Yeah, I'm going to get a Harley, and I, that I got to have. Ooh. Yeah. Right in style. I mean, uh, I could see this dude on a Harley. It just would oh, make sure, sense. Yeah. I'm going to take it to a whole new novel. It's, it's going to be, you know, all black, you know, the, the, the flat black, that glide, whole new level. Baseball. Just like the Mayans, man. 
Baseball cap flip, man. Yeah. Nice jean, them nice them data sign. Right. Yeah. yeah, whole new level, different street kind of. Cruising you know. on Jefferson. Yeah, I just cruise, man. I don't need yeah. to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Yeah. So you want to get a bike? Yeah. Get a yeah. Okay. Harley. Sweet. Good Loud. question. Yes. James. Um, yeah, something I always wanted as a kid, I bought as an adult, is uh, some poly. <laughs> Did he just say poi? <laughs> as he was growing up, he's seen the poi. He's like, Can I get a poi? <laughs> oh, yeah. Poi. <laughs> yeah. Kendall. Kendall. Yo, Kendall's dead. No. Damn. Um,. Honestly, man, probably it'd probably be like some some uh, like some TV series or some shit, like some old school. Like I just, I'm dead serious, bro. The Batman series. I bought the whole TV series I used to watch when I was a kid. Oh, okay, I bought that's that what, shit. okay, that's what I like. That yeah, yeah, like because nice. it used to come on WB11 all the time when I was, and it was literally like the animated series. And I'm like, wow, I can actually buy all these seasons. And go rewatch them as if I'm a little kid. Okay, I like it. That's nice. it. That's it, dude. I don't have a car. I don't got shit. I don't got anything else. That's the only thing I wanted when I was a kid. I bought it. And now here's a guy who can live off $150 a week. <laughs> <laughs> no car, no worries, man. God darn. Wish I was that yeah. lucky. All right, number two. What is your definition of love? Oh man, you had to go there. Damn you! We're going there, baby. Give me that poo poo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Give me the finish, please. What is love, Hollywood? Oh man, love love is so deep. It's sensual. It's. Loving every every bit of me, every piece of me. Like, you could be so mad at me, and you could just never think living a day without me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I could be so mad at her, and I, but I could never hurt her. Mm-hmm. I could never see myself without her. Just want to, you know, <laughs> kiss her face, touch her, feel her, smell her, whatever. That type of, you know what I mean? And not everybody can handle that. Yeah. Not everybody, they just don't love like that. They just... It could be distant love. It could be, but that's my type of love. Just yeah, you know, I'm I'm similar. I like that. I'm a very affectionate lover. Yes, I I love that. Affectionate with my female, kind of a little old school, I guess. But like you know, lady in the street, freak in the sheets type deal. But not not afraid to uh, yeah, like show my my love and affection. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's me all day. James, what do you got? I think uh, just honestly being understood, man. Being understood by a person, a hundred percent. And um, yeah, feeling safe with somebody too. Just mm-hmm. feeling safe to be yourself, a hundred percent transparent. Um, those qualities, like uh, th- that's what love means to me. Like if I can be my true self and speak freely around my partner, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's real love for me. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I think it's a unconditional like care for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's important. Trust, protect everything. I, w- I would say, in in the lines of what Just James said, is um, having a understanding of good and bad, whether it's you or her. You have to take good and bad. You mm-hmm. have to understand there's compromise in relationships. Love is, 
you know, the sex and the freaking the sheets and all that, that wears out after a while. Oh. Be, it does. I'm not saying that doesn't wear Ooh. off. I'm saying it wears, I mean, the, the relationship starts to get deeper as you stay together longer. And affection is certainly a big part of it. For me, it's got to, my wife can, you know, I'm an asshole. I'm going to admit it. You know, there's this parts of me that I don't even understand why she even, you know, under, you know, why she's still over here. But the understanding is that uh, she's got some downfalls too, but you have to accept the good and the bad. And I think to what James just said is being able to communicate and all that kind of stuff. That's where deeper love comes to me. You know, it's you like... Know, you know what else you said? You said this the other day you, uh, in the last episode, or maybe it was the one before that, you brought up how you, you looked at your wife and, and you were eating dinner and you just realized, like, wow, I'm lucky. Yeah, and she's still beautiful to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, so, so, to me, she's still beautiful. But I, I like how you said that, but then also touched on certain things wear down because I do believe that, I, I didn't say this, but one of the things also that I think uh, love is, is like, deciding deciding to be with somebody still like there's plenty of women out here we may love like our feelings for one person a certain way may may transfer or transition into other things or like the sex may not be the same as in the beginning and but yet our desire for it doesn't go away or our desire or exactly the way yeah. we look at other women the way we look at other women doesn't go away but you decide when you love somebody, you decide to go home every day to that person. You decide yeah, to stay faithful right. because I want to be crazy about you. No, that makes sense. And I think it's yeah. it's when depending on the point you're at in your life, like if you're in a relationship, you may look at it differently than people that are not. You know, and that's okay mm -hmm. because you're in a certain situation that that you're not. You may have been there, yeah. But um, perspective is totally different. And I'll take advice from everybody, but doesn't mean I agree with what yeah, you're no. saying. Um, and my, my my metaphor was just saying that's kind of like the old school mentality is lady in the street freaking the sheets, not saying it's all about the sex. It's no, not what I meant. No, no one's taking it that way. Yeah, yeah, but, no, I no, mean, no, I still, no. look, no, I still fantasize. I'm just fantasize. an affectionate guy, and that's what, that's what I like to do. Like seeing you one walk down the stairs go. Look, when you stop girl. looking, you know right, I mean? Hollywood, when you stop looking, something's wrong. You can still be on a diet and look at the menu. No, but right? you got to be attracted to your girl. So oh, that's not even what I mean. I just, meant, I, that, I just yeah. don't like when people go, like, like certain people will say, like, oh, the relationship, it just didn't work. And it's like, there's no it. It's you guys. It's you too. Right. It's, yes, you, yes, it's yes, not, yes. It's not an it thing that this didn't work. It's like, you guys didn't work. You decide I, to be together. You decide to stay committed. You make these decisions. When I was down, mm -hmm. I was down. I'm telling you that right now. When I'm down, my girl, I was down. N nothing else mattered to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, my, but my girl. You know what I mean? And th that's a place you have to be took into. You mm -hmm. don't know. You hope that she feels that way about you. Mm -hmm. There ain't no other reason for me to look for what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, I got what I want. I got what I like. I got, you got my attention. Not saying these other girls, it, it just, I'm, my mind's focused on one thing. Yeah. yeah, when you're in that euphoria, that's that's just what it is. You know? Yeah, for yeah. sure, dude. We've yes. all been in relationships that didn't work out, so you know yeah. you know when it's going the other way. Oh, when you're looking back, you're like, oh, maybe this is kind of how it happened, right? And right. you just learn, you live and learn. Right, and when important. one person, Philly, is trying harder than the other person, that's, that's going to strangle the relationship. Yeah. It's not going to pay no, off yeah. dividends no. in the end. Um, it is what it is, but... Uh, yeah, you still got to have the attraction, but to me, it's just having an understanding. You can get the good with the bad, man, period. You got to find that. It's, it's, hard, hard, to it's find. hard to find that person yeah. that can say, you know what? Yeah, you are an asshole, but I still love you. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. For sure. No doubt. No doubt, no doubt. All right. 
delete one sport forever. So you got basketball, football, UFC, baseball, and boxing. One has to go forever. This is such a crock of shit. It's I'm going to go with football already. <laughs> oh, I'm going UFC. <laughs> I, I, I don't know much about It's a great sport, but I don't know much about it. So <clears throat> I guess I should know more, but I don't. <laughs> This guy said football, the most popular sport right. in America. What's up yeah, with no. that, Just James? That's wow. the only one, yeah, that's the only one I can do without. Could you throw damn tennis in there, Dad? No, I, 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 actually like, I actually like tennis. I like tennis. Uh, and I like baseball. I like baseball more than I like football. I like basketball more than I like football. And I love boxing and UFC, so I got to go with football, man. Mm. James, you knit on the weekends, crochet. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? How could you say football, dude? See, anything but football. <laughs> What dude, is, I can't stand football, <laughs> dude. It fucking, I, I, re- I swear, I can't. I, th- it doesn't do it for me, man. I'll it's say nuts. basketball. For yeah. real, Hollywood, you, you like basketball? basketball. Wow, I'm surprised, man. That's I'm gonna be fully say. You know what? It's it's funny you say that because I'm I'm in the same same way. Football. No, hell no. Football is my favorite sport. Oh, I was going to say, man, I don't know you if you would have said <laughs> that. It would be between honestly boxing and basketball, but I have to go towards. Mm. Man, and I, I love them both, but I'm actually going to say boxing. I know that hate that's going to no, stay. Right. That relationship is tarnished. <laughs> Dude, but it's crazy <laughs> that you say that because boxing is not what it used to be, man. Right, Neither is right, basketball, yeah. it is, but it's, still. That's part of the reason. And I'm just a little bit more into UFC now and, yeah. um, you know, basketball, mm. I think, is shooting hoops and stuff. I'm talking about wiping it completely out. Like, it just you can't do any of it. Not, right, not the right. pros, not anything. So, I yeah. Know, my son loves basketball. We're talking still. about March Madness, bros. Right, mean, right. We, we got to yeah. make that part of a discussion on the next sports segment because isn't yeah. that a lot of people it's get into up. that? Yeah, the oh, brackets yeah. and all that. It's huge. Actually, Michigan actually lost today to Indiana. Nope. Did Juwan Howard sucker punch anybody? No. No. He okay. said he's gonna uh, go up to the guy and apologize to him from the deepest part of his heart. Yeah. yeah. He said he was in uh, therapy for uh, anger management and stuff like that. He said I was I was wrong and I you know. I'm going to go up to him like a man and apologize to him. Mm. Man to man. The right thing to do. Yeah. All right, so number four. What's a funny phrase your family uses? Hmm. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. This is a good question, man. Damn. Could it be a phrase or just like an annoying noise or something like that? (laughs) Because I got a few in my family. My family's a little warped. That's mine. <laughs> but uh, my daddy was. Uh, but uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I swear to God, in the summertime, me and my brother—I don't know what it is. My mom's house, my other brother's house. Um, I swear, our, na- our neighbors probably think we're fucking we're slaughtering animals or something in the crib, bros. It's terrible. We just we act so stupid and with the fish, right? That all started yeah, with, yeah. with Jeff, right? <laughs> <laughs> people think that's how we I, greet each other. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's like a mate call. It's yeah, like, people people think oh. I got a silverback locked in my spare bedroom. <laughs> Just James, what do you have over there? I can't even think of one right now. That's the crazy thing. Oh, that's oh. sissy talk. Oh, regular guys don't talk like that. I, uh, 
How you God doing? damn it, James. <laughs> Can you guys come back to me? <laughs> oh, shit. How many times I heard, God J- damn it, James. James is so, that, that he's so is. prim and proper. He carries himself so, conducts himself so well. He's always got himself in order. And there's us. Oh. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Let's hear the Mateo. Uh, but, uh, oh, do you even have one, Just James? You do a mate call to your girl or anything like that? You have any special noises you make to her? Oh. Oh. Where's another one? What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of them. Oh, man. <laughs> no, it's so funny, man, because, like, oh, I remember my, my girl's mom, her, she has a phrase where she'll be like, if somebody does something and she doesn't like it, she'll say, make it the last time. And I oh, think that's, that's hilarious. A good one. But yeah. that's not me. I'm trying to figure out something that my family does, and I Just can't think, even think of one Think about something right like now. maybe your mom always said to you, like, oh, I've heard this a million times. And another one. <laughs> you got man, the best uh, music. It was dad when he used to get pissed at me. He used to say, "God damn it, James." Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. That go. was the phrase I heard. It would yeah, be like heard my dad. Like, God times. damn it, James. Yeah, I heard it a million times. So oh, that's funny. It's a good yeah. one. Good one, Philly. All right. What is something crazy popular that you have no interest in at all? Football. That's <laughs> 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 perfect. It's freaking perfect, you pricky. Colored rubbers. <laughs> Colored rubbers. <laughs> Colored rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> Color <Tell a> condom. Would you put that on? He's like, I'd rather use rubber gloves. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, read that again. What is something crazy popular that you have absolutely no interest in at all? TikTok. Football. No, Sorry, no, I had to say TikTok. it again. TikTok. Okay, I was on that bandwagon for the longest time, and I finally fell in. That's it right there, because people are going from Facebook to TikTok now. They're leaving one social uh, media platform and going to another. And I know people are like, I'm not going to be on Facebook anymore. Find me on TikTok. Like, hey, motherfucker, you only got like 18 followers. On, Who the hell do you think you are? You know, influencer or Come what? Come up with your own. Get off his dick, dog. <laughs> Get off my dick. <laughs> I don't know. What, what should I do? Quit hanging I around j- his dick, dude. <laughs> Stop hanging up his dick. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yo, man. Get off my dick. <laughs> he spent a lot of time on his dick, dude. Know what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go with the, the whole cryptocurrency right now. I oh, just, yeah, I, I never I was on enough. board with that. I, yeah. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Heard what about down. Elon Musk? Musk. <laughs> Musk. <laughs> Musk. He smells like a musky. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got a lightning round here. Courtesy. Oh, we do. Oh shit! GMB. Damn, storming out. All right, here we go, Hollywood. This one's for you. A toy company makes an action figure of you. What two accessories does it come with? <laughs> uh, would it be caramel apples? <laughs> damn you. Damn you. What are the two accessories a toy Hollywood comes with? Uh, wet, wet wipes and what else? <laughs> um, I'll tell you. <laughs> Some Febreze, bud. Now, does it have to be... I know James is coming with cotton balls and toe polish. <laughs> does, it, does it have to be something I have to... I was going to say a lotion and paper towels. 
He like that Jergen Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I'm gonna say uh, uh, black uh, briefcase. Nice, nice. Keep all my instruments in there. I bring it, Hollywood. And then uh, I like to say my gold. Uh, gold? Right, so gold chain yeah. and a briefcase, like a Mr. T type thing. Like you're gonna be like, but you're imitating like something that's already out there. I mean, you're original. You're no, like I gotta the have, I gotta have. That's where I gotta carry you my come stuff. Come with a fucking briefcase. briefcase and gold. My black briefcase. Oh man, he's a I business. thought he was gonna say something else. He's black. a he's a business man. <laughs> no, about that business. That's bad. my work. That's my that's my work bag, man. How about you, B? Oh man, you gotta come back to me, dude, because I'm the one that helped you with that one, and I still can't think this one out, man. Just James, go to him. This guy's an analytical thinker all the way. Just chops. <laughs> nah, the two things that would come with is a backpack and a pair of headphones. Wow. Nice. Oh, that's a very fitting. Uh, yeah, I thought those... you were going to say nail follow, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say some butt wipes, but I figured I'd go with the backpack and headphones. <laughs> the butt wipes and a pair of latex gloves there. Oh, man. Philly, I, I, man, it's a tough one, man. It what about that wig one. right so there, I'm man? That's just I was lit. Gonna, that's, that is lit. Um, it's a characteristic what, thing. My Pierre you hat. Can, you could do like a yeah, truck, yeah. too, can't you? Can't you do like a like I'm, a vehicle, like a toy car to go with you or I'm, some I'm shit? I'm working on getting the Trump one next because that's on back order. This uh, this okay. is stupid, I know. Um, gosh, man, I you know, what are the – I think like when I think of Hollywood, there's certain things like he's a flashy kind of guy, right? I could see the gold, but the briefcase kind of threw me off. I got, I you keep, need that I, blue thong, man. Like maybe that a fucking scarf. Or <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can keep a lot of things in that. I can keep a lot of toys. I can keep a lot of, you know. What you bring? What about that? You fucking what about action, that action figure, Mike? Come on. Right, you're an action I'm figure. An action. Well, yeah, it's just briefcase things that go with gold. You, so I, yeah, I could see the gold. But, uh, but an, an action figure? Okay. Yeah. James is right, spot on with what Let me switch doing. mine up then. If I'm an action figure. Yeah. I'm going to have me a mink coat, okay, in gold. Hmm. So my mink with my gold. Hmm. Or a botha. You know? You wear, a ring, you wear rings on your hands, Hollywood? Yep. Yep. I was just thinking for some reason, like, some, I could picture an action figure of you with a mink coat and some, like, super-sized, over-exaggerated gold rings that you could swap out with other ones. Dude, I used to have one that used to cover my knuckles. It said Rube on it. That would be lit. My whole I my swear whole to God, though. That's straight-up thug shit right there. You yeah. actually had, like, a ring that covered three knuckles that said Rube on it? And Rom- Romeo had Romeo on his. Gary Romeo had Romeo on his. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Dude, Grandmaster B. Grandmaster we had B. Up to my ran- speedo Randy made that him. cowboy hat, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Not Randy made him. Randy somewhere. Randy made him. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Travis. That's right. you, could, you could have the regular Master B version or the Travis City one, I'm going to say cowboy hat and a guitar. No, I don't know. I mean, with Speedo. Um, I, have you figured out yours yet or no? Yeah, my, I would be Yo. two. So it would be the the poppy edition and the Philly edition. So okay. I feel like it's two different. Okay. So the poppy would come with the, the stunner shades and the microphone. Mm. The Philly Ooh. edition would come with the, the whistle and the football. Because they both got to have my hats two passions, fitted hats. I'm an action figure, so you know I like the newsboy hats, right? I'm mm. always about wearing that. You call it the Pierre hat, yeah, so yeah, I probably have yeah. that. And um, probably like a black leather jacket, you know, just kind of, mm. you know. I dig it. 
You know, just kind of going in the lines with my boy because we're old school. We're thinking, you know, uh, that kind of toughens you up a little bit, right? But it right. doesn't mean I'm tough, but I like the look. You fucking right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's so cool, man. Oh, uh, good uh, stuff, boys. So, uh, yeah, that was the lightning round, man. That's that, the Phillies fives of the week. That was a good call, Grandmaster B, on the lightning Yes, call. sir. Lightning one. Code 45 be next Code 45. Week. Wait, Mr. Biden's got something to say. You don't have to keep you here too long because you know all what I'm about to I've about said and you know what I've done you and you know what it. we're doing and you know what I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. And we all know what it's said about and right? what we're doing and you know you're all we're doing. And you're all doing each other right here. Right. <laughs> Come on here on. Alright boys, that on. does it. Episode 44 in the books. Remember to hit us at Fives of the Week Podcast at gmail.com. Good Facebook, night, everybody. Instagram and yes. TikTok. Good night. Love y'all be good.